Is anyone there? Just kidding. It's me, Bert Peterson, and this is the Feedback Podcast. What up, everybody? Back to the Feedback Podcast, and this episode is the return of Get Slice, who was my first guest ever on this podcast. And he brought along DJ Beats Mode. And we talk about how they got started, first gigs, how they got their names. And there's a long discussion about the local DJ scene and their relationship with the crowd. As far as song requests, what to play when, I mean, crazy stuff, crazy stories. We take calls from the audience as well. And I have a question for you. Who are your top five Austin DJs? Out of all the DJs in Austin, there's some really good talent here in town. Uh, make sure you go and check them out. But who's your top five DJs? So comment, uh, let us know. Also, make sure you go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, follow, rate, all of that stuff. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. And today, it is the return of my first guest ever on this podcast, pew, 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 pew. Mr. Kid Slice. How you doing? Doing very well. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for coming back. Appreciate it. I want to show you how good I got. You like my first time. I mean, already, dude. You, you have guys have no <laughs> idea, but he has two interns running it right now. Yeah. He's basically, we're suspended in the second floor right now by a what is basically a tree <laughs> hammock. It's really next level. <laughs> And next to him, we got good friend Joey Beats Mode. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing all right. All right, you know. One thing you don't good. know about Joey is that he's like this like uber, like you know, big conscientious person, and like he always talks about like eating like organically and being healthy and doing <laughs> stuff, and you know, being good to your body and your soul. And he drives a fucking diesel truck. It's like this a what? tank. He drives a what? Sherman How does tank. That? Whoa, 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 whoa. He's got like a, a 50 caliber mounted in his back of his trunk. It's 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 amazing. It's I was the like, Middle Eastern in me. I really. <laughs> oh, really? You're gonna, you're gonna go there right oh, away? Oh, we're going there oh, right away. Man, this shit just got real. ISIS is tuning in right now. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, well, thank you guys for coming. I know it's cold. There's two ice cubes on the ground, so the whole city's on shutdown, on lockdown. Um. By the way, if you're tuning in uh, via Mixler, uh, please uh, share this. The website is thefeedback.com, B-A-K, of course, slash Mixler, M-I-X-L-R. And people can listen in that way. Uh, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, share it with your friends. Uh, we'll be giving away tickets to the Austin Finest Hour party going on this Friday later on in the show. Where's so, that at? The Belmont. Ooh. Yeah, nice. So shout out to Poku. Shout out to David Poku for uh, putting this on. David Poku. Yeah. Hey, what's up, David? Yeah, all of them. The Glenn and uh, Rod, all of them. So we'll be giving away the tickets later on in the show in the second half, and I'll turn the phones on, and you guys can just call in, say what's up, and then you got yourself a VIP pass. Please ask me the hardest question of all time. And the hardest question of all time? Yeah. What's the meaning of life, Kellen? Uh, to, to basically maintain and to not be a shithead. That's the meaning huh. of life. I will take that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick and, and don't be an asshole you've either. And li you've lived life. Congratulations. You made it. Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's get right into it. I know, I mean, I've known Kellen for a long time. Uh, I've known you, I don't, 
That's a bit it's, long. It's I mean, a pretty d- short period. Yeah, yeah pretty short. Because I think the first time I heard you was at Dirty Bills. And yeah, Erica absolutely. was like, you got to see these, this this Beast Mode guy. I'm like, Beast Mode? <laughs> tells be- was beast- I didn't know what Beast Mode was. Like the term, <laughs> I'm like, Who, what the hell, Beast Mode? To me, I thought it was like some like, Transformation thing, <laughs> and like in some cartoons. Well, somewhere. So it's a football. It's a Mar- Marion Lynch's uh, nickname. Yeah, that's yeah. is that where you got it from? No, um, that was my. So I made Facebook like maybe in 07, and that was just a Damn, random yeah, OG, huh? Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, that was just a name that I had put on there. I was like, oh, that'd be clever, Joey Zin, Z I N, Beast Mode, and it just sounds like you're saying Joey's in Beast Mode. Um, Joey's in. Whoa! I didn't honestly. I'm not even being it, facetious. You never right made now. that connection. I never made the Hold connection. On. I was like, was, <laughs> say one more time because I think I missed that shit. All right. Um. So, at in this, yeah, this is way back then, and um, I I put my name. I thought it'd be real clever. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put Joey Zin Z I N. I remember seeing yeah. that. I remember seeing Joey Zin. Yeah, Joey's in beast mode. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody ever said it like, like all I, at once, like IP freely. You know, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then when I find out what beast mode is, like you work out and then you go beast mode or some shit like, isn't that what that is? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I work out on like he works out on eating no, tacos. No, I mean, yeah, I, pretty I, much. No, I know, but I mean, when <laughs> filling er, when his eighty Erica, gallon tank up in his when, truck. <laughs> <laughs> when Erica told me, yeah, there's a dude named Beast Mode, I'm like. Is he like really? Is it is, is, is it bench pressing turntables? He's just really into bestiality. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I see this little dude behind the decks. I'm like, all right, beast mode. No, it's beats mode. Oh yeah, so it's, it's beast mode. There's- so okay, so what happened with that is um, so the beast mode thing. It was my Facebook name, and then um, actually, funny enough, the first time that ever became like my DJ thing was uh at Dirty Bill. With Erica, because that's who she put on the flyer. Yeah. And um, and I was like, all Did right. Did she spell it correctly? Yeah. Well, she put beast mode. Beast. beast mode. Yeah. Okay. And so, and at the time, that's what, you know, I was like, oh, whatever, I'll run with it. Um, <laughs> fuck it, right? <laughs> yeah. When, um, when Erica says something, you just kind of, okay, yeah. sure thing. You, yeah. That's cool. Whatever she says, that's fine. Yes, yeah. And, and the name switch just kind of came, because I'm like, man, you know, my DJ name is so douchey. <laughs> I just like, I have to change this well, shit. Is, so. is that is that kind of like part of the whole Sixth Street deal? Like, you have to have a douchebag DJ name to be on? I don't know, I don't <laughs> know man. I, I don't, <laughs> we'll, we'll get the Sixth Street, you know, in that. Douche mode. <laughs> <laughs> DJ douche mode. <laughs> it kind of rolls off the tongue, though. DJ douche mode. Hey, there's probably <laughs> One out there. Mode. <laughs> There's only one out there. Kellen's gonna make me a DJ drop now. <laughs> no, but, no, but how did it? How did it happen for you? Because um, you're pretty new. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you originally from Austin or no? Um, so I was born in El Paso. I moved to Austin in 1996, and then I left in 03, and I came back in 2011. Okay. So um, I've only known two Austins, and that was the Austin, like in the 90s, early 2000s, and then yeah. a completely different city called Austin yep. uh, when I came back. And so, what what was it? Did you um, did you grow up a lot of music at the house? You had your daddy he had records, and he was like, "Hey, son, I mean, you're a beast. <laughs> Try this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to um, this." Um, I, I think the first, I mean, music I was exposed to. Yeah, it was my it was by my dad. Um, uh, it was a lot of Beatles. Beatles and then, yeah. uh, and then whenever I um moved to Austin in '96. I'd hang out with my grandpa a lot, and we'd have like the old, we'd have the Oldsmobile. I remember the f- shitty ass Oldsmobile, and uh, we'd be in the car, and it's nothing but like Motown and soul and funk. That's all we'd listen to. So that's all I really heard, like from '96 to like 
98 or 9 um and then i think it was my yeah it was my uncle who we'd hang out he'd have me for he'd have me hang out for a day and he'd be playing Barry white and shit so i'm like so Damn. i'm like so i'm like you're, yeah you're so I'm, like, black I'm a little i'm a little oh <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean I'm sitting there like I'm the six or seven years old, and I know the words to fucking Barry White, and you know, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, so um, wait, how how was it for you? Cause I didn't. I don't think I asked that question. Yeah, the first time uh, you around. know, even if you did, I, I'd love to answer again. Um, I you know grew up with the Beatles in my household. My mom pretty much had them on repeat, and I remember going to bed at night listening to Michael Jackson's Thriller, and I remember because Thriller was was the end of the A side. I believe on the tape and I remember being like, Oh man, you got to go to sleep before Thriller comes on because that laugh would always scare me and keep me up. <laughs> and I'd be like, Oh man. Oh shit. It's on. It's on. Okay. Okay. That's okay. We got the whole B side to make it. You know what I mean? Like, so like, you know, Michael Jackson was pretty much just like an installation uh, in my house. Some of the Beatles. Um, yeah. I, I didn't get into like the, the classic rock stuff. Like the, I mean, not even classic rock, like experimental, like, psychedelic rock like the cream and uh, procol harem uh you know uh there's also like some other stuff out there my dad was getting me into uh just because you know he'd listen to the radio station and have it on but you know the funny thing about hip-hop and me which i really became uh, a fan of hip-hop like after when i started becoming a dj because I, I watched the documentary scratch and i was just like up until then i was a house dj and as I, I was just like wanted to be you know dj micro christopher lawrence paul oakenfold van dyke uh, you know all this crazy stuff that was was awesome at the time, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I saw people scratching, I was I just checked out completely, and I was like, I didn't know that you could do this with turntables. You know, it'd be like if I I thought like the world existed in the NBA was just like you know like middle school basketball, and all of a sudden I watched the pr- first professional basketball game, and I was just like, <laughs> there's no yeah. point in me playing yeah. basketball anymore. Absolutely, uh, you know, and that's why that's when I saw scratches when it changed, and then I was like, well, I really got to understand this because I don't know anything about it. I mean, I grew up with like the Biggie and Tupac and Tribe Called Quest and stuff like in, you know, middle school and high school. But like, yeah. I didn't really know. I didn't really go into detail about what it was and the, what basically the uh, kind of what the status of hip hop was and what it meant and what the movement was all about until I went back retroactively and started researching it. Wow. But d- did you uh, did someone show you how to? Scratch at first? No, that was the that was the cool thing. That well, I mean, not cool because it took me forever to figure it out. And I, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> I, just, uh, yeah. you just can't. Yeah. I was just kind of like faking it until I got it. One at one point, and my my poor roommate Yasir <laughs> Yasir Jones, uh, in 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 uh, Japan, it was just like I was just sitting there with this craze record, and I was just doing like a transform on the uh, little the the phono line switch, yeah. and I was like, dude, this sounds so dope. And he's just like, you've got to learn how to play with headphones because you're driving me fucking insane. I was like, okay, all right. Obviously, scratching a tone, transformer scratches for thirty minutes is not a good way to win roommate of the year. Apparently, probably not. <laughs> Wait, so what was there? A, was there a moment when you were like, okay, that's it, I'm gonna be a DJ? Um, like a light bulb you know, went above I, your head, I, and then <laughs> something, and you're like, you know what, mom? Fuck school. You know what's DJ. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, I, I got into this kind of accidentally. Um, so I, I was huge into hip hop, especially like if if it was if it was contemporary. I mean, I liked. Well, what year is that? What what hip hop? What year? I mean, when did I get into it? Yeah. 
Man, probably you're not. Talking about 90s hip hop? Talking about 2000 hip hop? I remember, like I said, I, I was listening to like a lot of oldies in the 90s. Right. Uh, but like towards the end of the 90s, embarrassingly enough, like I got into hip hop right around the same time I got into like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> All right, we're not gonna you know. judge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember hearing it, and um, and 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 I mean, I probably, I, I definitely would have enjoyed it at the time. I just, I think a lot of uh, the way my parents were, they were strict at the time, and uh, I think they just tried to kind of keep me away from it. Really? Because you we could, were. You could have said, "Look, I listen to Will Smith." And <laughs> <laughs> He's on TV, Mom. Yeah, yeah. he never curses in oh, his songs. I, I remember uh, Jiggy with it, nineteen ninety-eight. Look, real quick. I, I, there's something that bothers me so much about that getting Jiggy with it song, <laughs> and it's the it's the you know I got the cigar from Q Bar. I don't light it. It's just for the look or something like that. I, it always rubs me the wrong way because I'm just like, why would you put a cigar in your mouth? I mean, like, uh, you, I mean, you're not like some like crusty old like marine colonel that's like, it's, you know, I, I don't know. It just drove me insane. And ever since then, I've been like, I've just checked out of Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm done. I was done. I was done. Na 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 na. Oh man. That's the sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. Uh, I was. So yeah, I think I think I remember the first time I got um there was one album in particular that I got. It was one of the first like well first five probably rap albums that I got. I'm a youngin' by the way. I was born in ninety one, so I'm not I wasn't around to see, you know, fucking a lot of these like legends in their prime and, and be able to enjoy it at the time that they were doing it. I do now, but um I remember I bought Fabulous. Um F-A-B-O. it was oh, Ghetto no, Fabulous when he was young, man, like when they had like keeping a gangster and can't deny it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I bought that album, and uh, I went to my dad's house one time, and he's like, "You better turn that shit off." Like I blasted in the fucking garage, oh. and my and and you know mm. that if you've ever like listened to that album from front to back, that shit is so explicit. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ! I remember I had a moment like that with my dad. I was 12 years old, and we were driving up to our property in East Texas, and. Uh, we, I, you know, I was. He was like, "All right, you know, what's on? I'll give you the reins of the tape player. You can throw it in." <laughs> and I had uh, Nirvana a tape, and uh, that song "Rape Me" came. <laughs> and I, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I got hair down to my my sh- my my shoulders, and it's like it's like shaved underneath. It, yeah. I'm just like the, you know, basically just the complete douchebag that just bought into the whole Nirvana scene. But I loved it, and it was great at the time. But I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, right, man. My dad's like, what <laughs> the hell is your problem, son? I was like, this speaks to me. He's like, you have never, you have no idea what he's talking about. Like, I was like, well, yeah, I know that you don't like it, so I like it now even more. <laughs> like, my, 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 my was, uh, I bought the Wuha single. Oh, and yeah. My, and my dad, her dad was like, what the hell is this? Wuha! I ain't got no pants on. <laughs> I used to like run, run around the house and scream woo and say some of the most random shit. woo I didn't finish my plate this morning. woo <laughs> I got ice on my windshield. woo I'm like, come on, man. No, I think the first, uh, the first, I mean, the Fabulous, I think Fab- the Fabulous album came after, um, I think the first album that really made me fall in love with hip hop was um, the first Blueprint by Jay-Z. Because oh, nice. because that album, I mean, if you really listen to it from front to back, man, like, um, it's just shit, man. It's it's so thorough, man. Like, it's it's lyrical. The production, everything's perfect. I mean, because we got used to, especially in the two thousands. I don't, you know, you got used to albums where you have like fourteen songs, right. but only two or three of them are okay. You have to buy the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's and that's the way it was. But no, that album. I mean, there's not a bad song on that album, and so many of them are. Just classics. I mean, 
Man, you know, I, and that's so funny because, like, I don't even think that I ever really knew what a DJ was. Like, you know, I mean, I knew that there was a DJ, but I didn't know exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. But I remember being, like, in seventh and eighth grade, you know, right after my uh, Nirvana phase, I went straight into my uh, my hip-hop phase. And, uh, you know, I was wearing, like, basketball jerseys and CK shorts, like, yeah. white CK jean <laughs> shorts. And, uh, you know, and I mean, I thought I was really hard. I had this black leather belt, and I wore it. <laughs> And then one day I, I got stuck in the rain, and then that black belt like wore, like just like bled through onto my CK jean shorts. <laughs> I remember coming home like crying to my mom, like, "Oh, my white CK jean shorts got messed up." And then like I realized just how not Doug or hip hop I was because I was <laughs> crying that, about my white CK jean shorts getting messed up. And it's okay because you know it, it, it's it is what it is, you know. Um, but I will I will say that like that for hip hop for me like. I grew up listening to 97.9 The Box, even whether it was in Clear Lake or whether it was in Lamarck or whether it was in Galveston. Moving, I moved around a lot growing up, but I definitely was like, I had like one of these dual tape players. And at, yep. like at night, whenever the thunderstorm would come on, you know, it'd be like 8-Ball MJG, it'd be Outkast, it'd be Little O, it'd be Fat Pat, you know, it'd be all these like, you know, uh, Black Rob, it'd be all these like Southern style hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd play it. And then some of it would be smooth shit, some of it would be like new, like, you know, kind of harder stuff, like Young Star. Uh, you know what I mean? But like it, it I was I would sit there and I would just like try to get I like, oh I gotta get this song. And it, it was a uh, Slurricane was the one that I wanted to get. Which uh, one? Hurricane, Hurricane, excuse me. A ball MJG Hurricane. I don't know. Uh man, it, it's like it Hurricane. Anyways, it's it, it's like it, it it was like one of these great tracks, but I remember all every night trying to get like the perfect mixtape of all my favorite Houston jams. And like I'd have to listen for like two, three hours. And then I remember my, my mom would always just be like, I hear you're pressing the play buttons. You're, pre- you're, you're making that damn tape again. <laughs> my mom's not Eastern or not. She's not like New yeah. Jersey accent, but that's just in my head how she talks. <laughs> she just talks like she's a fan of New sitcoms. Jersey. You watch way too many sitcoms. That's I know. It is. I, it is. I def- definitely watch too many sitcoms. No, you know what's funny? I'm just old enough that I actually did have a tape player and I would record shit. And a uh, funny thing about a tape player is I think I had what might be the dopest tape player that ever existed. So like I, I grew up I grew, to make, but Well no check it. Look, I, I like I grew up pretty poor. Like I had I had this tape player and I couldn't even afford to get it fixed. But it's okay because this tape player I had played everything slowed. So oh, I was screwed. everything was screwed. So you, it you originated matter. screw, huh? Yeah. I, it could, okay. The point could be made. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, so so then what was it that that made you decide this is what you want to do. Oh shit! That yeah, was the we question, went on like remember? ten tangents. That's fine. That's fine. All right. So um, the first, <laughs> the first thing. Okay, so I was producing. Uh, I started learning. I got on like FL Studio. I'm like, man, I want to learn how to make some music because I was listening to Diplo and the shit he was, you know, the stuff he was putting on. Because I was just hip hop mostly. I mean, hip hop maybe Motown. Mm-hmm. And then I started hearing Diplo's Blow Your Head mixes, and this dude's going from like hip hop to electronic to whatever, and. For the first time, like a DJ really caught my attention because you know this, so many DJs are just so niche. They're just house, just hip hop, and and you know I had somebody that was like, whoa, he's doing it all together, and I think that really appealed to me. So I started producing. Never, still never planned on DJing, and then I after producing I, like what? Um, mostly electronic. I mean, like good stuff. Honestly, I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, Ke- you had, like- Kellen's played a few of them at Plush actually. Really? Oh yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, like I started like learning to produce and you know trying to get that shit down, and um, it got to a point where I was like, all right, well if I'm ever gonna perform this, I should learn how to DJ. So then I got a Tractor S2, 
And I'm like, cool, I got my little controller. And I started learning that. And then um, I I eventually like just got to the point where this, this was a thing that kind of made me really feel good. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I kind of ran with it at that point. So do, do you remember, uh, wait, so what was it for you? What was your moment? Um, you know, there was the Rosal song. It was uh, all I know. <laughs> He's a bad, He's a bad motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Get in! Enough was, with the car scene. Enough with that car scene. <laughs> no, it was definitely like just listening to hip hop and then learning that um, it was such an alternative instrument. My dad played harmonica. He was really good at harmonica, and I always thought that that was such a unique instrument to learn how to play because there's not really like I mean there's some you know there's a, a chords and stuff like that, but. Really, the great thing about it is that it's just a really freestyle form of uh, you know music. Absolutely, uh, uh-huh. you know what I mean. And so that's kind of one thing that I think may have stood out in me learning how to DJ because really it was all about learning how to scratch. Like I mean, after I was just trying to mix <laughs> records for house music purposes, it was because you know I, I think you know it was fun. I, I enjoyed DJing. It was like as a hobby, but. When when scratching came along, it was like that became like a, like a like a lifetime kind of like achievement yeah. thing. Like it's like it's like <laughs> I I could sit here, I could never DJ for another day of my life, but I would always scratch because it's just like what I like to do. It's like some people like to you know watch freaking you know <laughs> porn. You know some people like to <laughs> some people like to like go gar- do gardening or something. I like to scratch. This is what I like to do, and I think that's kind of you know instrumental yeah. with my name kid slice because it's like no matter what you take away it's going to be like oh this kid likes to cut it up and there that's, what, that's what i came from i mean pretty much yeah i mean i gotta give a shout out to my friend eric morgan uh you know he's the one that kind of helped me out with it and you know we were trying to come up with names and like and he and i was like yeah dude, i want to put kid in there because it just kind of speaks to my boyish charm yeah. that everyone falls in love with <laughs> of course um, of course uh, oh, you yeah, know yeah, so sure. like, like i was like kids got to be in it and I was like, I gotta think of a name for like cutting something up because I just I just like to scratch. And then we found a name. Then apparently because I I didn't feel hip hop enough, I decided to put a Y in there. And uh, now it's Kid Slice. <laughs> and I was at the like, it's Kid Slice with a Y. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not Kid Slice. It's Kid Slice with a Y. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be hip hop. DJ Kid Slice with a Y. <laughs> That's my DJ God name. forbid we spell anything right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you put a Z in beats mode? That would have been dope. Right. I, pro- I should have. <laughs> so modes. What, what was it like when you first started playing in Austin? Um, all right. So my first gig, my actually my very first gig um, yes. was at the closed down now uh, Club 606. I think it was called where Empire is now used to be called Club 606. You you're making faces oh, right now. because You haven't. OK, so you have been there. I was going to say, if you, if, if you haven't been there, there's, that's a good reason why it's closed. I remember well, be, we, <laughs> Wait, before you were before you were uh, doing that, though, you'd be yeah. at plush on Saturday nights. Oh, absolutely. I and dance. you would just be like an urchin. And I'd be like and I'd be like, who is this scruffy looking nerf herder? <laughs> and, you know, and then he and then he would just like had this like this amazing energy. And then I realized that he was basically a child. Uh, he was like 17 years old when I met him. And plus, are you serious? No, <laughs> I, I would believe it. Actually, he's like he was just this baby though. Like you could still there was he had an umbilical cord still attached to him, and he had so much energy. And he, had and he always this yeah. Is, yeah, this is Kellen talking from his fatherly perspective. Well, you know, but well, that's why I saw I saw this young kid like had so much energy that was just really enjoying everything. Like he appreciated what DJs do, and you know, and anyone that just gives me that energy, it's like I have nothing to, but good energy to give back to them. 
And then I remember that's when I saw you. I was like, one day I was yeah. like loading in a plush and you were like carrying your controller down the road. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm playing 606. And I was like, all right, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so what happened? Okay, um, so I got there and it's like my first gig ever. This, uh, this dude... Um DJ Guardian, he he like and he's into the house. Yeah, that's like, hard. That's a hard yeah, ass name. Yeah, he DJ he's like what? Guardian. Guardian? Yeah. His name's wow. like Andy Keown. I don't even know if this dude has me on Facebook anymore. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I, want, I wanted to be there when he came up with that name. <laughs> but um no, like he he's like, hey man, you know, do you want to do a one hour set? And I'm like, oh shit, this is finally my chance to to <laughs> DJ. And you know, I'm sitting there practicing in my room and shit. And um <laughs> and I get there and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna throw down some shit. And um I did a one hour set for myself. <laughs> <laughs> for yourself? Practically. There I mean there was there was like I had I had a few friends there, but it was dead. And I mean uh, tough crowd, tough crowd. Right? <laughs> you and a, did the bartender say anything? No, I mean I mean <laughs> I, you know, I think I think and it's it happens, especially when when you're first starting off. I think a lot of times you kind of get set up for failure that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's the nature of the game. You know, people go where they know somebody. If you're brand new, they don't know you. If you're brand new, you're probably not that good. <laughs> right. And um, and I can attest to both of those facts being true at uh, the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and then, and then, uh, and then where, where'd you move? Um, so then I took over this club uh, called the UT EDM Club. I go, because I go to UT still, and so... Um, there was like this electronic group and I found it. I showed up to a couple meetings and decided I wanted it. <laughs> so, um, I kind of pressured for there to be elections cause they didn't have a, uh, they didn't have a structure. So by the following week I was the president and by <laughs> the following semester we had like 400 members. Oh, and, damn. Yeah. And so, uh, I was like, look, I, like I threw, I think three or four parties, uh, by the UT tower, um, and that was so I kind of learned how to like throw parties there. The, my first experience, at least. And then I got us um, another closed bar. That's how you know the beginning was rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I ended DJ up playing. DJ Beat Mode has played at every closed bar <laughs> in Austin, Texas. <laughs> DJ Closed Bar. DJ Closed Bar. Do you want your hey, bar to no, shut D- down? Let Beat Mode come I think we're going to keep coming up with names for y'all the whole time. DJ Bar Closed. DJ Bar Closed. <laughs> DJ Shut It Down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I ended up playing for, for like a month, a month and a half at, uh, at Headhunters. So I thought I was like a, a rock joint. It, oh, that's the, the problem. back patio. Yeah, the back uh, patio uh, was electronic. That's, that's probably right. why it's closed, though, is because they didn't have a single fuck. They couldn't make up their goddamn they, minds. I thought it got shut down because they were on that bar rescue show. And no, they, they closed down after that. They clo- They got what rescued and still fucked up. Oh damn! All right, so much for that. Yeah. Um, kind of so- sounds like the American economy. Who? <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, so those were like my first two gigs, and and the next thing that kind of broke me into downtown, like for real though, was um, was the Nook. So the Nook opened oh, up, the Nook. and they didn't have yeah. any they didn't have any DJs except for Thursday through Saturday, and this is around the time that I'm like, oh man, I feel a little more comfortable. I'm feeling more ambitious. So you know, I hit up a couple six street places, and that and and uh, Stephen, the owner, uh, shout out to Stephen by the way, Condon? He yeah 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 he he's like he's like you know what we don't have DJs right now. Um, you know, we'll try you out. So I was there for a good while, and um, and that's that's that was my first experience, I think, in reading a crowd. Because even at Headhunters, I'd have a crowd sometimes, but a lot of that crowd, you know, the EDM crowd's very much like 
they go where they know people already. It's a very close knit kind of crowd, especially those young kids that should give out some Molly, man. Man, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I DJ mean, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Nook was like my first time like on Sixth Street, and actually with a place that didn't set me up to fail. Uh-huh. I think. What was your first gig? I don't remember. Firehouse. Sarah DeClue and Paul Trevino took a chance on a big-headed white DJ, and I was completely shaven. Big-headed is a very... Um, That's an understatement. understatement, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, I, have a giant, I have a giant head. And, and actually, I'd like to take this moment to point out that um, Fetty, you know, for all of your jokes on Instagram about my worn-out Rockets beanie that you posted a few minutes ago, <laughs> tell me this. What article of clothing do you own that has led your team to A to No? I'm just saying. Uh, all right, when man. I wear when I wear this beanie and I uh-huh. massage my girlfriend's feet in the fourth quarter, <laughs> and we watch the game the entire way through live, the Rockets are eight and zero. So I mean, look, you know, I'm not I'm not a superstitious kind of person, but it's basically it's 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 uh, eight and zero, man. That numbers don't lie, dog. So, anyways, I, then this beanie is going nowhere. All right, this the Rockets beanie is going nowhere. And all you know, right, I want right. you to know that. Okay, that was the Fetty man. Yeah, it was DeFetti. He put a All little right. post up. He's cute. He's real cute. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Fetty. Uh, no, it was Fireball. And, I, you know, I was working in IT at the time. And, uh, you know, DJ Rich. I think you probably yeah. remember DJ Rich. DJ Rich, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he was actually, you know, he, now he's married to a girl that I knew, Jesse, that worked in the payroll side of the, the firm I was working for, H&S. Uh, HHS, excuse me. And mm-hmm. uh, she was like, oh, my God, I heard you DJ. And I was like, yes, I do DJ. And she was like, oh, my God, my boyfriend's double booked for New Year's Eve. Would you like to DJ? And I was like, I would love to DJ. And, <laughs> I, I love the voices, by I, the way. I would love to DJ. I would love to and, DJ. I, and I was so nervous, man. It was the most nerve-wracking thing that I've ever done uh, because I didn't really know what to do because I was just, like, scratching at home. And so, like, I was like, uh, maybe I should put Paula Abdul straight up in my thing. But it was like during the Lady Gaga time. Uh, so like it was like, you know, I didn't have any Lady Gaga. Yeah, and but so, I mean, so you know, how, you know how to mix already? I, of course, I knew how to mix. I was mixing, but because I came up with house, so I could mix records and stuff. But, uh-huh. you know, I had no experience reading a crowd. You know what I mean? Like, mm, and so it was New yeah. Year's Eve. New Year's and, Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, so, that's like, why there's pressure. Well, you know, and, but then I fucking killed it. You know what I mean? I just oh. murked it. Right. And like, uh, and I came out and like, uh, you know, what was it? I guess it was like a month went by and Paul contacted me and he was like, he's like, Hey, would you like to start doing Friday nights? And I was like, hell yeah. And I was like, cause basically my experience with DJing was my first gig was a packed house for fireball, fire up firehouse. Firehouse. I would, I want, <laughs> can, I, can we get some fireball? Can we get your interns to bring some fireball? Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. Um, interns. <laughs> It's like Eddie Murphy chop, chop. coming to America yeah, yeah. right now. Chop chop. The Royal. No, anyways. Um, no, they. You know, uh, they gave me. They gave me a chance, and I DJed there. And I, they basically like people were bring like hot girls with like fishnet and bustiers were bringing me shots all night, and you know people were like you know saying high five and giving me tipped out. And I got like eight hundred dollars. I was like, Jesus. I could do this for a living. This is a great idea. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize until you know maybe months later about what playing to an empty crowd, no person coming in at all, was like. <laughs> and then like it soon hit me that I was not going to be Diplo. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> reality hits, yeah, and then yeah. It's like womp womp. And one, one of the guys that was really uh, instrumental in me coming up was actually uh, DJ Diamond Tip. Yeah, shout he, out to Diamond Tip. Shout out to Diamond Tip, yes. man. He was one of the guys that really like was like he was like one of the first guys I practiced with that was in the upper echelon of scratching, 
you know, and that was what it was all about. I was like, oh, scratching, scratching. But be, honestly, before that, it's like I met Randy in my apartment complex. <laughs> this is where like the, Q, the infamous Q, Q. Kit Get Right kids met. I was so <laughs> nervous to go talk to him because I didn't have turntables. So I sold him after I got the military. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get some money. And I'll buy some turntables later. I was just like, ass broke for the next like three years, basically. And I hear some scratching going on at this like, you know, adjacent uh, apartment. And it turns out it was just Randy, and he was up there just scratching on just his little Randy. Vestax mixer and his Stanton turntables. And I was like, I was like, I'm not going up there. And my girlfriend at the time was like, You should go up there. You should have. You should go say hi. I was like, No, I'm not going to go up there. <laughs> and she went up there for me and talked to him. Like, oh. and, ma- and he's he's like, Yeah, you can come up and scratch me once. And I had to like come up all like embarrassed, like, Hey, my girlfriend Ooh. said that I could uh, come up here and <laughs> scratch with you. And uh, and I did. And you know, now I've entered into like basically a seven year marriage with a man. And it's been amazing. <laughs> they get right, kids. They get right, kids. <laughs> hey, but real quick, also, I come in and I'm like, "Hey, what's you got?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, we got some, got some drinks." And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "What about some booze?" He's like, oh, "I don't know if I have any." He's got a full bottle of tequila, half bottle of scotch, a bottle of vodka. Like this guy's got booze. How much booze do you have in your house right now? Um, I probably, I mean, I have some vodka. I have some like Alaskan whites. I have some beer. I try, you know, I try. Man, I drink so much at work, and not at work that I really try not to keep too much uh, straight liquor yeah. at home. I have a bottle of Glen Levitt and I have a bottle of vodka, and that's it. Not too, not too bad, not too bad. I've got nothing. I've got butterscotch liqueur at my house and a one beer that somebody left over. Because uh, I can't do that because I drink so so much. I can't at tell. downtown. The problem is this: is that you know I get so I get so like tainted because I'm like you know I get free drinks and you DJ, but then. When you go out and actually go to a bar and buy a drink and they don't know anybody there, it's like seven dollars a drink. Like what oh, the fuck hell? Yeah. What's <laughs> what is that all about, dude? I bought four drinks for my girl and myself and like her two friends, and it was like fifty dollars. And I was like, what? What, what, what happened? <laughs> like, what? Why? I, I was like, why are you butt munching me right now? This is. Do you know what the economy is like? It's so hard right now. Do you, back. Let me ask you this, man, because you've been going out for a long time, right? Like uh, you've been you've been a downtown. Yeah, like, I'm a downtown fixture. rat. Like when, when when was your first like real downtown experience? Real downtown experience? Yeah, yeah we need to interview you. Uh, Barcelona, uh, not Barcelona, uh, Platinum X. Platinum X. Platinum X was the, was my spot. When did you say that you became like, you know, kind of like a like a you know not like a like a an actor or anything like that but like when did you become like a person in the downtown scene though at what point like what year did you think that you were like i'm consistently downtown i I go down to see all these djs and like i'm downtown like you're downtown probably two three nights a week right yeah it's a job now and that a bitch (laughs) (laughs) but i mean i I, I think it was probably around 2007 2008 okay because that's when i was really um Going out to dance everywhere I went, I was I was just dan- I was a dancing dude. When Sean Paul would come up, everybody would turn to me like back was back, and Sean <laughs> yeah. Paul just came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, yeah, and I think it was when I did when I did my party at Firehouse with Diamond Tip, and I uh, I was like, yeah, let me see if I can you know who will show up. What year was that? I think it was two thousand uh, maybe eight. Dude, maybe before that, I DJed. That was I think I was there for that. That's the reason I, I had, was bringing up. I had like, Diamond Tip, and I had it wasn't feedback. I didn't have feedback right, right, at the right, time. Right. It was just like it was called like "Why the fuck not" or some some stupid name. I think <laughs> I think because I was DJing at Firehouse that time because I de- it was 2008 the the year that I DJed. It was uh-huh. that 2007 to 2008 uh, New Year's Eve is the one I DJed. That's it. It's really interesting because like you you've seen so many changes, and I feel like in 2008 and 2007 was the time whenever we saw the economy take a really big hit. 
And I mean, I just remember everybody that was like inst- like institution in Austin downtown life would mm-hmm. just talk about the glory days. And like, Always. I'm wondering what the glory days were because I didn't experience the glory the days. The glory days, I think, was when you had Barcelona, Firehouse, Red Fez. And Red Fez. Yeah. Th- those were the, to me, th- I think those were the glory days. Because one, that's where I met the most people. Yeah. That's where I met most of the DJs that I know today. And, um, those were the m- most fun, I think. Those are the glory days. Yeah, to me, that's... That, I mean, there was some... Um, what was it? God, oh my God. Okay, so I'm having, having a hold great on, hold on. Hold on. I want to um, really give a shout out. I got There's people in the chat right now. Odeon is here. Oh, shit. Shout out to Odeon. <laughs> I see uh, Adam in here. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure uh, uh, you share, that, share the link on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, get some more people in here. If you want to call in, you can call in. I open the lines. It's 512... 512- Five three nine zero two two five. Odeon, if you wanna call in, say what's up. Uh, feel free. And uh, yeah, that's it. Sorry. No, no, that's cool. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I gotta acknowledge because there's yeah, a bunch of people, people in yeah. there. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, hey, what's up? Oh, um, thanks for returning my text. I appreciate it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he did. He did. No, he did. He did. He did. He did. He did. He's very. No, good. but yeah, look. Uh, Plush also, like uh, Odeon said, Plush, uh, Creekside. Beautiful. Creekside, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Plush, I remember, Plush was big for me, too. Yeah, dude. Plush was always big for me. Plush because I used cute. to be, I used to be the Joey when I was, <laughs> when I first came to Austin, because I wanted to go see people like Scratch, and I wanted, and the only place I could see that was, it was Knickknack playing, or it was Tots playing, or it was Corrupt. Um, and I would listen to Corrupt every day on the ride home from the Rio Grande mm-hmm. ACC campus because I would be stuck in 5 o'clock traffic every day. Yeah. And I would listen to him, and I would just listen to his amazing routines. Like, you know, he was just he was so solid, man. He was so on point. And then I would went to the Elephant Room to go see Nick Knack play with that jazz trio. or That wasn't more than a trio, but whatever. It was, it was just a great performance, man. And, like those, and those were the artists, man. And I really feel like, you know, before 2007, 2008, maybe even, like, you know, before I even got here, like in 2005 and stuff, that's like when DJs were like samurais. You know what I mean? Like they carried, <laughs> they carried their their arsenal with them. It was the all vinyl. Time. It was their swords, and they attacked. And like, you know, there wasn't this ability to party rock, which is ironic because I feel like that's the thing that I do best now, and I think that's the thing that Joey does best is the ability to like transcend all genres and kind of play different things. And I think we've seen that change over the past like six years now. Is that people have become so disenfranchised by like the idea of DJing because it's become so like, it's become like, Oh, next play the next song. I, I played this private party not too long ago. Yeah. And like, I, like I played a song and it was like maybe four counts into the song. And these people were like next, next. Really? Like, are people yeah, that ADD yeah. now? No, Be- they it really are. It's, it, I mean, I, I, get, I get the whole like, okay, I'm going to play maybe the first verse and then switch. Yeah. No, but th- this <laughs> is, this is what I've seen. And that didn't work. It was, uh, just Blaze at South by Southwest last oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did this thing. He was at a party for vodka or something. And you could hear the song coming, like, oh, shit, it's about to play Shook Ones. Yeah, and You yeah, hear it yeah. coming, you hear it coming, and then he will skip the first verse and then go to the next song. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he would play every, like, intro to every song yeah, yeah, yeah. without it, it ever, ever dropping the, song. the verse. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you just blaze. What the hell is this? I, you know, I, I think That can it's, get annoying, man. That can get really annoying. Absolutely. I mean, I, it depends on the crowd, too, but I've definitely experienced crowds where, you know, you play... It, it, it could be a fucking banger. It could be... I mean, it could be, like, Drunk in Love or some shit like that, and mm-hmm. they all get down for, like, 15 seconds. Yeah, And yeah. then they're back to, like, kind of being idle, like... 
we're definitely in an instant gratification day and age, I think. It's just technology, Well, it's you damn if you do, if you damn if you don't. Because yeah. if you play a song and you cut it off, whatever. And that's one thing that, like, you know, that I really respect about, like, crews like Pelagrosa. And, Should uh, I throw audio on again? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, like they stick to their guns and they play their music, and it's like you know, and and Orion's Volstead Saturday Night is, I, I mean, still hands down one of the best Saturday nights I think uh, in town, just because like he doesn't play to a script, he doesn't play to a formulaic like concept this, of what will make money. This is what he said on the show. He said, uh, "The crowd is a canvas, and I paint the night away." Yes. <laughs> oh shit! It's a, he's a poet also. <laughs> He's a man, he's that a was man, the quote. Yeah. He's a man. We're gonna get him talents. on brainy quotes right now. Yeah, We're gonna right? make him a little sight for that. I paint the night away. Who? The crowd's <laughs> <my> canvas. <laughs> I want to know this. This is my question. I have a question for you two guys. Yeah. Okay. Who is the most underrated DJ in this town? Underrated? Like who's somebody that like no one really knows, but is like a really good DJ, and you just and this you just are waiting for the bubble to pop and people to know about it because you can. There's a lot of ambigu- uh, ambiguity when it comes to picking a DJ now because there's so many different styles, there's yeah. so many different locations. Yeah, we're all dispersed now because of Rainy Street, East Side, Cesar Chavez, West Side. You know. Yeah, I, I think someone who doesn't um, get his due, his credit, is Gogo. Yeah, I think I think Gogo. Gogo has a formula down that what he does over at Dirty Bills is one thing. But when you hear him play anywhere else, and he was a plush uh, Saturday night, or if you listen to him, if you hear him at the W mm-hmm. during happy hour on a Friday night, uh, some of the shit he pulls off, I'm like, I'm, you know me, and I'm picky. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the pickiest motherfucker here. Actually, I might, I might have a rival here yeah, with, you with might. Joey. You but might. hold on. I got 10 <laughs> years on you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's more pickiness. All right. No, no, but uh I think that um you know he has a lot of, he's a he's a true music lover and he has so much but he doesn't always get to, you know, do that unless he's at I mean at the W he does it so well. Yeah, of course. Man, um, I, I I agree with you on that. I think Gogo is definitely in the top the five like underrated DJs because he's so talented, so good. And, you know, he's also probably the funniest, one of the funniest guys I know. Andrew Hoke and Jose are two of the funniest people that I know, yeah. hands down. And that was an amazing podcast that you had with them when they came on. Yeah, that was that was a great one. Someone, uh, Rick, in the chat said, uh, DJ Fractella. I'm not sure who that is. If you want to call in and tell us. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about if you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening right now, please yeah. text in and let me know. Yeah, like, we haven't heard I'm of curious. him. He must be underrated. DJ, DJ 5-0 is... is 5 is good. I like him a lot. He's actually created a really cool ambiance to Lux, which is basically underneath Rio. And it could be basically this, like, you know, douche mode, um, you know, like <laughs> EDM bar. And he's like, look, I don't play EDM here. I'll play maybe one or two songs, but, like, I play hip-hop. And you know what, man? That place is packed. My girl, I played there last Saturday with him. Yeah. yeah. My girl came and she tried to get in. It was at capacity and it was just, really? and he was just cutting nice. up. And, and, you know, and he's, he's such a super, like a really, really nice guy. No, he knows his shit. The only thing. When he I- did that November 18th into the, the street stand right transition. I thought that was really dope. Really classic. I, I just have a thing. Um, again, so I'm not a big fan of video DJs. Yeah, because I think it takes away from because the crowd would just stand there and watch the yeah, video, yeah, yeah. and even people on the dance floor, like it's called a dance floor. You dance, yeah. They stand there and just watch the TV, right? And I'm like, that really takes away from from the whole experience. And then what Five O did, I thought it was it was funny for a second, but then I thought it was a little too much. Is that when he didn't have the video for the song, 
it'd be like a PowerPoint presentation of a bunch of memes, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of internet memes, and I'd be like, I'm just watching it. It's like, ah, oh, okay, that's funny. Well, oh, there's a cat but you in know the what? hole. But you know what though? That speaks, I think, a little bit to the attention span of people now. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that it's like, you know, which came first, the 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 uh, the unenthused uh, or epithetic. Uh, apathetic uh, listener, or was it the DJs that like? Why does he feel that he needs to do that? It's because he knows that people will become so just like turned away, and like if they look up and they see something cool, they may end up staying a little bit longer. And yeah, I know it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's, there's a there's a light, there's a there's something moving up there. I'm gonna, yeah, but yeah. I mean that that speaks to the crowd. The crowd has changed, man. I get the, it. the audience is the audience isn't coming for the DJ anymore. They're coming. For the ambiance, and they're coming for uh, they're the like drinks. oh maybe maybe I'll hear some good music too yeah and it's like you know that and that's a shame because I think like there's a lot of great DJs out there and there's I mean we're all we're, this is a DJ town like the, Austin's a DJ town that's what it is mm-hmm. and it's quickly I'm reminded every year that every year we get it like nineteen thousand more eighteen year olds you know what I mean <laughs> and so uh, you know <laughs> subse- sorry I didn't mean to say subsequently, that <laughs> subsequently Shout out to every every year. There's Shout another there's the another kids. twenty to thirty thousand twenty one year olds just going downtown. And so like, you know, and I feel like, you know, one of the things that Joey's done and you need still need to tell me you're an underrated DJ, but one of the things Joey's <laughs> done is he's managed this whole like perspective of how do you placate to these crowds and also keep your identity? Mm-hmm. And he's got a pretty good little uh, you got you gotta chime in. Like what's your what is your thing? What's your you have like these pillars like of uh, playing um, songs? Oh yeah, principles? Oh, rules? I absolutely have, you have rules. Absolutely. I'm going right, to make a some. drink because the, right, in, right. the intern's not here. I'm going to make my own drink. I'll be right back. All right, go ahead. Uh, and by the way, if you're if you're listening live right now, uh, again, please share this on Facebook. The web the the link is thefeedbackbk.com uh, slash mixler m i x l r, so people can join the chat. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, and we need people to call. So call in. Uh, tell us about. You know what do you think of the DJ scene here in town? Uh, if you got a, if you want to, if you got a DJ you want to shout out, feel free. Just call in 512-539-0225. So um, I gotta hear the, I gotta hear these rules because all right. This so is, <laughs> first good. first off, I want to say that um, that the top, things top that five, I'm about top, to say top five top. How I many you got? Uh, you know I, I don't know. And there 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 might not even be five. Okay. I'm just saying the things I'm about to say are my personal fuck opinion the, as they disclaimers. apply because they apply to a lot of people. Okay. Let me, now, and by the way, uh, the views of uh, Joey <laughs> Beatsmos <laughs> now reflect the views of the feedback. I <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So um, one of the things I mean, when, when I, so I'm an American studies major at the University of Texas. So like. Mm-hmm. A big one of the big things that I study is uh, the biggest thing is American music. Like you can kind of choose your concentration, right? Um, and and one thing that really caught my attention, you know, because I wasn't alive yet, is you know you're talking like the disco era, for example. Mm-hmm. Now people would go to nightclubs, and this is the way it worked: is people don't people don't even necessarily look at the DJ. People dance together. Now right. what the DJ's job is is to facilitate the music. You're as a DJ, you should be a cultural facilitator. Uh-huh. Now. Back then, the DJ was the means by which people got new music or were introduced to things they weren't introduced to at the time. Uh, hold on, get up. All right. I don't want to cut you off. Hold on. I got it. I'm going to take this. Hold that thought. Yes, sir. Welcome. You're on, you're on the podcast. What's your feedback? Hello. Yes. Hey. How you doing? What's your name? My name is Tiffany. How you doing? 
I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for calling in. What's up? No problem. Nothing much. <laughs> what, I, I, I call. <laughs> all right all right well how's your day been yeah what, what, do have, what do you have for dinner today <laughs> i did i did see that if you called that you could maybe win some vip tickets to the event this weekend oh uh, yeah that's true that's true yes yes all right well you're in you're in, I'm you're in. in. yes you're in let me ask i'm the winner in. yeah i mean i'll ask you this though uh what do you do what are you doing saturday night what, am I doing what, you, what you got nope. going on Saturday night? This the party's on Friday, and I want to know mm -hmm. what people are gonna get into on, on Saturday night. Um, I have no plans for Saturday. I may go see a movie Saturday. Oh, all right. Hot tub time machine too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you, you got you got the ticket. Tell you what, uh, make sure go on Facebook, uh, like like the feedback uh, on Facebook, and send a mm -hmm. send a private message. And then uh, you'll be on the list. Sounds good. All right. Tiffany, right? Is this... Yes. Yeah. Tiffany. What's your name? I'm back. B I know you're <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you got, you got the tickets. Congratulations. And uh, we'll see you Friday. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you. Have a great night, Tiffany. Okay. Ciao. I will. You too. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm giving away VIP passes. What's up? Hey, that's one that's one way to do it. All right, keep going with the, with um, the rules. All right, so yeah, like I'm gonna make the, sh the history lesson real, real short. I'm just gonna say this. Um, you know, there was a time in there was a time in history when a DJ commanded a crowd, mm -hmm. and I think today the biggest problem is that DJs allow crowds to command them, and they they let the people say, "Hey, we want this and this." But I think a key um, is being able to know what people want to hear before they know they want to hear it and kind of taking that approach. And it's, and it's a thing that it requires risk. It requires a lot of things like that, that I think a lot of, you know, not necessarily the DJs that we're probably mentioning on this show, but just in general, especially on Sixth Street, mm -hmm. straight up, um, they are... Shots fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, fu <laughs> they're fucking Spotify playlists that can blend themselves. 80% of them, straight up. <laughs> um, the other thing is this in this in news today: Joey Chavez <laughs> murdered by Six Street DJs. <laughs> A mob of Six Street DJs went to Joey Chavez's house and murdered him. Wait, so, hold on, like, is that something something you learn, or is that something? It, uh, you yeah, observed, it's a, it's a thing I'm it? I'm learning. I mean, I've learned it, and I'm still learning it. Um, but you know. And you can ask Luis, because I've made Luis at the Volstead. Shout out to King Louis, by the way. Uh -huh. I've made Luis very uncomfortable a few times. Uh, I remember the first time. <laughs> I got to hear that shit, too. I, I remember the first time we were uh, rocking Volstead, and, he, and um, he's always looking over. He's like, when I'm playing, he's like, oh, what's coming on next? And he sees all of a sudden Backstreet Boys, everybody, everybody. And he's like, hey, man. Or also by the fucking Macarena. And this motherfucker's like, you can't play that. Who dropped the Macarena? Oh, I did. I absolutely did. And let me tell you. You're not picky at let, all. Oh, I'm picky. <laughs> but, no, there's go, a... There's go, a there, go ahead. So... The science to the madness. In both, in both cases, mm -hmm. if played at the right time to the right crowd, it's, it's all reading. But, killed it. And it's just, and it's just a matter of, like, I, I like taking those risks. That's, that's, how, that's how I, at least, 
want to set myself apart. You hear it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> if you want to hear the Macarena, the Macarena, the Macarena every is now night. a risky track. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think I think it is in places where people. Um, Dude, no, for real. Whenever I'm like in front of like a lot of the people that I look up to in the in the scene and the crowd, and they look and they're out there. I feel more pressure than when I don't know anybody in the crowd because I'm just like, well, I've got no one to impress. So it's like I can get away with doing some stuff that I normally wouldn't do. And I hate it because like I always feel like, you know, the dudes, uh, what you call it? Um, Rudy Davino always shows up like right as I'm playing the corniest song ever. And he's like, gives me a high five. <laughs> And he like gives me this little like you know cheesy shuffle thing like oh I'm feeling what you're doing like but he's really not <laughs> he's just being nice and I'm like damn it Rudy White <laughs> all right fine oh, but man. I, but no but it's true though man whenever you're like your friends are there it's like all of a sudden you like you have to like Whoa, you know like Absolutely. so yesterday when I played at Bungalow and both of you guys were there yeah it was it was very interesting and I allowed myself to go down some spirals it was either that or or, or take all the tequila shots I I probably consumed like eight or nine tequila shots and a car bomb and. And, and you know so forth but I, I did so much and i just like had the guilty i had uh, the ability to play christina aguilera genie in a bottle yesterday to a brunch yeah, crowd and i, I was that. like oh. and and i and like in like seriously <laughs> oh. i still i still feel like a pit in my stomach for doing it but uh like you said the you know hey man in the, the day here's what it is man like these people work really hard all week long or they don't or they're just like privileged silver spoon kids and I could give a damn about them but you have to make that decision on the fly. Absolutely. Here's the thing like they come out they work all day long and like you know if you find a song that may fit in their like little like realm of understanding that resonates with them and keeps them in the bar makes them buy drinks there's certain gigs where you can get away with that I think and I think that's the cool yeah. thing about having certain gigs where you can just like you can be that guy because you know sometimes I don't get the opportunity. I don't. I'll never play the. Pl- I've never played Macarena at Plush. I yeah, like, don't. don't I've done it four times. No, that'll be a riot. I have done it four times already. <laughs> How many bash red parties were in the house? None, and I still <laughs> killed it. But it has to be after one thirty. You can't. You can't. You can't. There are a lot of. It's. It's all time. Like you can play a lot of things. It's. It's time that dictates a lot of it in the crowd. You obviously you need to know how to read demographics. What was your what was your favorite time so far in your in your young DJ career? What has been like your favorite moment DJing? Like, what's been your um, one thing that you've that stuck out to you the most? Man, you know, to be honest, I'd, I'd probably have to have like more than a second to think about it because I think my best times I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That was a modest mouse line. Yeah. The good times are killing me. Yeah, sure, sure. But <laughs> l- let me ask you this. Um, so, do you have like a set of? Uh, I mean, you said. No, you yeah, roll, one of them. Read the crowd. What yeah. was your rules? You had five yeah, rules yeah, yesterday. No, yeah, I didn't say I had five, but I definitely. So on top well, of that, the read the crowd thing is all right. Everybody so knows that. yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, I read the crowd, and I'm not even a DJ. <laughs> so I, and I get a lot of shit from my colleagues about this. There are certain artists I won't play. Um, I have not played, and there are certain like just songs or artists that I have not played because if I don't like it. I won't play it, and if it's and if it's. But you play the Macarena. Yeah. Well, see, my, no, Macarena is <laughs> a bad kidding, song, but it's like it's it's a different kind of bad. So like. I get it. I get it. So get it. um yeah, and I and I know where we're getting that. So I don't okay. So I don't play um, Chief Keef. I don't pay. I don't play Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> I don't play Waka. I don't play Juicy J. I don't play um, Gucci Mane. I don't Whoa. play there. There the list shots goes fired. On. The li- do you, do you, what's that song? Um, on the Tuesday, I don't play that. 
I know. You know that song, <laughs> annoying that is? Because now everybody goes, on a Wednesday, yeah. on a Thursday. I'm like, motherfucker, it's done. Yeah. Coco, he has one song. I've, I've never played I love McConan, whatever his name is. I don't, I don't care for All right, good policy. But, uh, I, like, I like this guy. I like this but, guy. But, you know, I, I don't play that stuff. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one of the – and people are going to make faces. You know, so no. you play Backstreet Boys, but you won't play, you know, some of this. And, you know, Hard people say, pain. well, you know, it's just – it's what the people want. But like I said, I'm, I'm not really – I'm very much concerned with what the people want, but I'm more concerned with um, – What you like. Yeah, absolutely. And just, well, you know, a thing, a thing about – like I said, at the university, the thing I study is music. and DJ, and I certain, do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times. I try to find that middle ground. Like, you know, uh, I was telling Kellen this yesterday when we were at Bungalow. I said, you know, when I play TLC No Scrubs and some girl comes up and says, hey, thank you for playing that, I say, fuck you. Because I'm playing this shit for myself. I played No Scrubs. You don't scrubs. tell that bitch, fuck you. Oh, I... I'm thinking. I, I'm I'm a little nice. He's girls, paraphrasing sometimes. I, I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I, I you know I play those. I play TLC, Destiny's Child, Salt and Pepper. I play all that stuff for myself. I mean, uh, I heard I heard the mix you have on your Mixcloud. Which one? The live from, from yeah Tears. yeah yeah. And then there was some uh, Bring the Pain. Oh, absolutely. And then there was like there was at least three TLC songs. Absolutely. I think it was yeah. No Scrubs Creep and uh, maybe. No, it Nick. was uh, it was Shoop, Song Pepper. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely get those in. So, I, I, hey, quote, I play Shoop at every DJ party I play at. That was me Joey too. last night. That was no, that was what he told me last night. He's like, I play Shoop every time I DJ, and I was like, damn, that is commitment. Same to the with calls, no man. scrubs. Yes. Could you imagine how much money they would get if they got like a percentage of every time that Shoop got played? <laughs> <laughs> Same with no scrubs. Same, Same with Black Box. Everybody, everybody. I literally play that Ow. every gig. No, I mean, I, I, I think it's good. Do you, oh. you ever go in and you, you think, okay, today, tonight, uh, I know I, I want to drop such and such song, or uh, I always going to have a 90s set, or I'm going to, I never play a song twice. Like, I, yeah, what, I really try not to ever do that. Yeah, well, he, he did yesterday, <laughs> but he didn't care. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, shout out back with the tequila shots. Yeah, well, that happens. <laughs> that happens. It's like, hey, you played that uptown thing yet? <laughs> yeah, I'll play it again. No, you know what? I played uptown more than once uh, on a couple of occasions. It was a, it, it was it, a fi- it was a five hour gig, and I played it in the first hour, and I played it in the last I know. hour. It's fine. But no, it's but fine. no, in judgment, it's okay. It's fine. I've had like heated debates with Jennifer about my love slash hate for that song. And and like and like she and she's like just she's like just shut up and just fucking play some music, man. I'm like, and like no matter what, no matter what I do, like no matter how critical or you know how much I critique myself, uh-huh. my biggest and 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 best fan is Jennifer because she always reminds me that it's just DJing, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like you know you ha- you have a moment in time where you can you know express your emotions with people and. You know, like there's certain parties where like it's like it's a real it's a real live thing. Like new new jack swing parties with protege and like I love swing. Those. Yeah. Like those those are really fun for me, man. Those are those are great times to like show my expression of and my knowledge of the new jack era and you know, and just hip hop culture in general in general. But I mean if I'm playing to uh, you know, a, a douche mode crowd um, <laughs> That's gonna be a term now. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah, I may I may play a song twice. I mean that's just sometimes it happens, you know. And I and I, I and I don't and like just like Joey, I don't remember with the times that I do it, but you know, I there's I I, t- I take things seriously. I played with Randy last Saturday 
uh, at the uh, not this not this last Saturday, the Saturday before last, yeah. at uh, Valentine's Day at at, at, the, uh, at the Get Right Kids at Dirty Bills, and I had so much fun because I was able to play whatever I wanted to, whenever I wanted to. And I just and even if it killed the crowd, I still enjoyed myself. And you know, you yeah. you find these venues that you can allow yourself to be like that. Absolutely. Well, do you? Um, here's what I want to know. You play on Sixth Street. Yeah. And I think at this point we've all graduated from there. At least me and oh, I, I don't want to say my people, but I don't really go that way. Don't. What do you mean by go. my people? <laughs> people my age, not black folks. <laughs> black folks are still on Sixth Street. <laughs> you hit it here first. Black folks are still on Sixth Street. Go to, go, go to Bayou and Breaking Chupacabra news. and Toulouse and shit. They're still there. You won't catch my ass. Here. I'm a grown ass man. Anyway, no, no, but it, it, it's it's true that you know you feel like when you hit a certain age, you kind of yeah. graduate from there. Like I made my as I got older. I mean, I started at fucking Barcelona, uh, Platinum X. Yeah. And then Barcelona, Firehouse, uh, what's it called? What gay show used to be? Glass, and then something else, and mm-hmm. then, you know, Sweet 101, and yeah. Fred, Fred Fez. So you move west, and then you end up on West 6, or you go to Rainy, or you go to Eastside. Yeah. But there is this thing that, hey, I don't want to hang around 20-year-olds. Absolutely. Your people. <laughs> All right, no. we're going there. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but it's true. But what I'm asking is, all your Instagram crackers and your yeah, yeah. quinoa so spin what, what classes. Is, I don't understand you. Kids. So how is how is the crowd? You play at Cheers. Yeah, Saturday nights. Saturday nights only. Only Saturday nights. Okay, even when you are a nook. So what is the crowd like? Is that really what people? Think it is? Because um, okay, we, so we call it Dirty Six for a reason. It wasn't Dirty Six when we were there. Yeah, now it's dirty. Okay, so let me say this because I don't think anybody affiliated is listening. Um, so I do cheers on Saturday. Now my cheers, like like you said, you saw you are you uh, heard that mix, uh, which is like the first hour of my three three and a half hour set of cheers. Right, so it's like a lot of old school '90s rap. It's actually the stuff you might hear elsewhere or at Plush or mm-hmm. wherever. So like that first hour and a half, two hours there, um, it's like that kind of music. I might get into like what I'm what I can tolerate as far as top 40, um, which is, I'm pretty picky about. And then I, and I just kind of read the crowd after that. But, you know, my crowd on Saturdays at Cheers isn't really a 6th Street crowd. It's on 6th Street, but it kind of in the way that Barcelona's on 6th Street, but it's not a 6th Street crowd. Uh-huh. Um, I, have, I have people from their 20s to their 40s. I have 50-year-old. I, I'm, you know, I might be a lot of people's mom's favorite DJ. Um, because my early crowd, I DJ swear, to God, I get, I get that, I, I get that, I get that. Robin S, like Show Me Love type shit, you know, or uh, Planet Soul, whatever, or one hundred percent Crystal Waters, one hundred percent Pure. You like the one you I played yesterday that you didn't know the name of the song? I got him. <laughs> Absolutely, and it, and it's like that crowd, and then I get in. But my point is, um, it's a really diverse crowd. Saturdays at Cheers. Now I can't speak for the other nights. Um. And What's I, other but, nice? you, but you've cultivated that. You created, yeah, it's, you taken, created it's, it's taken me over a year to get the crowd that I have there. So at this point, you can play whatever you want. Oh, absolutely. I do play whatever I want. So it's, it's not like a six street gig. Now, right now, this, the reason I'm saying people I'm not affiliated with, I'm doing Thursdays at Buckshot. Now, that was Buckshot. Uh, oh, is it, is it next to it's, the Vulcan? It's, 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 yeah. Oh. And now that place, and I'll say it, I mean, <laughs> I can't really stand that crowd, man. Like, 
I can't stand the requests they give. I can't stand. Oh, please give me some requests. Oh, man. Juicy J, all the stuff no, you don't man, like. man, just like every fucking Taylor Swift 22 song, man. Like, all that, all that, man. Damn. And I don't play it. I don't have but a it, song. Stuff like that, I don't download it. So I literally cannot play it. Yeah, but then you don't like it. I don't. Okay, and so, so won't you won't play, play it anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. No, and, 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 but like, the, just, it's, it's. Look, it's these like sorority girls. Sorry, shout out to sorority girls. I, y'all are cute, some of y'all. But um, I mean, the, they'll, they'll dance. He's not for trying like, to alien all the cr- yeah, all the crowd yeah. because. But they'll they'll dance for like 10, 15 seconds, and then they're kind of done dancing until the next song. It, it goes back to that whole ADD generation. Well, I realized too. This is the thing I got the most is the re- this request, and this just stings so much because it's not an artist, it's not a genre, it's. Play something that I can dance to. Oh, I get that. And when they, <laughs> when they request it, they have like a full the dance worst, floor. It's the worst backhanded comp, uh, uh, topic or you know, quote Play that you can never beats. come up. Play something that I can dance to. What I realized is is that they're all just like basically like these Olivia Newton-John like workout girls that don't really know how to dance. But what they do know how to do is like kind of move their hands up in the air. Yeah. And they want yeah, like... Yeah, show their armpits. Meow, 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 and we're lucky there's not meow, a live meow. cam in here. I can do... I can show you... The white girl dance right now. Oh man, I dude, I, show me the white girl dance. Let me see. Look, you got you got to get the shoulders and like. Yeah, this. that's it. It's that shift, right? It's the shift. It's yeah, the, it's, it's, it's the it's shoulder shift. Shoulder and, 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 and elbow shift. And the body roll. Absolutely. And a hair whip. <laughs> a hair whip. Absolutely. And then, and then they line up behind each other and then they draw hump and hold. absolutely. I'm wishing the... they had dicks. <laughs> anyway. Honorable mention of the douchiest people ever are the dudes <laughs> that dance with the Lone Star or like the tall boys in their hands. Like, look, dude, if you're trying to dance with the girl. Just put the, drink that damn beer or set it down. You know what I mean? Like, just you, you look like an idiot, first of all, for dancing, period. And then you look, and you look even more like an asshole when you have a tall boy in your hand and you're trying to, like, grind up on a girl. You look dumb. Go home. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm going to ask uh, in the people in the chat right now, uh, and then feel free to call in again, 512-539-0225. What is the most... What's ins- the number again? 512 uh, 539-0225. Zero two two five. Kellen, you can't call in. You're already here. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm texting I've, my friend right now. Have Jennifer call. What was it? Five. What? Say. I'm oh, sorry. One more time. <laughs> really? It's yeah, live. Yeah. This is live, man. I know. Come on. One five one two five three nine zero two two five. Okay. Now they really know it. Yeah. Okay. They have it now. Okay. Five one two five three nine zero two two five zero two two five. Anyway, what is the most insulting thing? That you've heard as a DJ, and I'm asking the people in the chat too. I got there's DJs in there, so what's the most insulting thing you've heard anybody tell a DJ? What is the most insulting thing that maybe you've told a DJ and you had a horrible reaction to it? So call in, people in the chat, uh, let us know, and I'll read it read it out loud. But I want to hear what you guys. Yeah, let us know who the meanest DJs are, because I'll I'll listen to requests. Like you can give me a request. Who's I, the I'm, meanest DJ? Yeah, that, no, that's the, what uh, I want to uh, know. Well, I'm you asking you. Yeah. Well, I, about requests? About requests? Well, yeah. Um, I, okay, so I get it all the time. First off, I get the question, hey, can I give you a request? And I'm like, you can absolutely give me a request. Um, if I'm going to play it, that's a different story. And, and I don't, man, I don't care. Like I said, I'm not about doing, I'm not reactive. I'm proactive. So if you tell me to play something, if it's not something, if it's not an amazing request, I'm not playing it. I'm not here. I'm not reactive. I'm trying to play what you want to hear before you know you want to hear it. It's the element of surprise. All right. We got a call. Let's see. Uh-oh. Hello. Welcome to Feedback Podcast. What's up? What's up? It's Sam back 
Samantha Johnson. Oh, what up, Sam? How you hey. doing? What's up? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. How are you? Good. So I wanted to tell you something about a request that I had for DJ, if I may. Mm. Oh, please do. Please do. Go ahead. What happened? Nice. So I was at Rio. Yeah. It's over. It's over. And um, I asked DJ, like, so can you play me some Beyonce, please? That's all I ever want is Beyonce. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, That's yeah, so yeah, easy. Got it, got That's it. like the easiest you know, thing in the world I to like do. Beyonce. Two songs later, there was no Beyonce. And I went back up. I'm like, hey, you know, you got Beyonce, I don't know, 7-Eleven or something. He's like, well, actually, I don't have Beyonce. I was like, he's, wait. Uh, well, 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 no, that's a lie. Sam, 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 he's bullshitting. You know that's that, right? That's a lie. Like, hello, I know. Was he also Beyonce? playing on an iPod? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you, do you have an aux cord so I can put my phone up to Oh, no. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Well, that was mine. You know, I just don't really understand how someone doesn't have Beyonce. But I'm pretty sure he did. He just don't want to play it. He absolutely did. And then it did. is at Rio, so, yeah. you know. I have a question yeah. for you, actually. What's your favorite Beyonce song? Um, maybe uh, Dance For You or um, like the Four album, the one from the Four. Uh, maybe like Countdown or Dance For You. Yeah, my right. favorite. And then the, on the new album, Partition, number one, the number two is Drunk In Love. All I mean, right. the always Drunk In Love. That's it. Those are, those are, it's like, you know, Beyonce's catalog is just so ridiculous, you know, like, yeah. and Destiny's Child is so ridiculous. It's just like, it, like, how do you, I mean, obviously the guy had Beyonce, he was just being a jackass. But yeah. I mean, like at this point, this day and age, and, and like, she's like the Aretha Franklin of our generation, yeah. I feel like. And I, and I, and I can, I can, I can say <laughs> that. She is. That's people, a bold statement though, but yeah. Pe people can, people can, you know, shit on me for saying that, but I, I mean, it's true, man. She's a diva and she owns it, man. You know what I mean? Like. And she really yeah. is. She she's like the queen of pop, so to no, speak. I, mean, I think it's it's it should be a given. It's like in the eighties, and not I mean, and still today, not playing a Michael Jackson song the whole night. Yeah, That's yeah. why it's like one of those things. Well, like it's, it doesn't take much, right? Even if you play the remix, actually, I don't know. What if you Sarah. play the remix of, uh, uh, of Beyonce? For, Does that pass? Does that the, the exactly? That's a, yeah, like mix it up, mix some beats with it, or something like that. I don't know the logistics about the whole DJ <laughs> and mix some beats and everything. Yeah, um, of course, I'd be like, yeah, just mix it up. But I'm pretty sure that takes some, you know. Sarah, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. What, Sam, sorry, yeah. Sam. So, yeah. is your uh, like is Rio your go to spot or like what's what is your favorite downtown spot? <laughs> yeah, what the hell, Sam? Oh, you know me, there. and then you go to we're Rio. About to go there. I, was, I wanted to ask y'all like the best places. Well, um, whenever I go to West, um, I I go to Rio because my friend knows a guy. So, uh, okay. or I go to Pop, and then you're talking about Lux. Yeah, good or luck. Yeah. some awesome hip-hop music. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, or I went to this new spot, uh, Concrete Cowboy. Uh, not too I haven't crazy been there yet. No, no, it. Sam, Sam, you know, Sam. You know, you're just Sam. standing around. Sam. And I'm not I'm crazy about it. What's up? Don't. <laughs> Sam, hit me out. Look, yeah, oh, one, for one, you have no excuse because you know me, and then I, you know you can holler me anytime, and I'll tell you where to go because I keep up with this shit. Anyway. Exactly. Okay, it's so one thing, I went to um, the ranch, and I went Sam, to Sam, Sam! <laughs> let, let me tell oh, you. Oh, man. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Like, last year, I went there, you know, I was like, okay. But this year, I went, and I felt violated. I just, I don't know if I can go there anymore, and I don't like... You got roofied, huh? ...their drinks and just going crazy. I, I get like violated when I go there. 
That's how I feel. West West Six is now besides like that Rio Pop Lux Corner, West Six is basically a glorified Dirty Sixth. Pretty like much. It, it, it's well, it's turned there now because I feel like well I feel like for a while there all the sorority kids and, and the fraternities and the sil- I call them the Silver Spoons they all they were all Dirty <laughs> yeah. Six and then West Six opened up and then they all went over there now so yeah. it's all the Silver Spoons go to Dirty to uh-huh. West Six and it's now in turn turned that place into it so now all the thirty year old people in like you know late late twenties or early thirties moved, 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 moved to Rainy oh, or, they moved, or they moved to Volstead yeah. Rainy's chill, but no one dresses up at Rainy, so... No, yeah, there is. There's some good stuff at, at Rainy, on Rainy. Go no, have but a I, know, on Sam, I, know, I know you're talking about You're trying to like, have, like, a real what? nice club experience. Say what? Eisenhower's. It's a good club. Yeah? Right? Bungalow, Javelina's dope. You hear some really good music there on a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, as far as West 6 goes, Lux, Dirty Bill's always good. Uh, Brew Exchange is dope. Okay. Well, I got some um, clubs to check off my list now. So yes, thank absolutely. You. I'm doing a great job right now, and I'm loving the show. You should, go, you. you should go check out Beat Mode and, uh, yeah. and Kid Slice sometime because they're yeah. really dope. Details. Yeah, I heard and, they were and really good. And eventually, we're going to do a and back I, and back I, set. I swear to God, I will play Beyonce all night long if I have to. <laughs> and I'll play TLC for crying actually, out loud. We can just play that, actually. Just a night of Beyonce. You know, out of DLC. all these like you know, these tribute nights that people have been doing lately, yeah. there hasn't been a Destiny's Child or like Beyonce night, and I think that's kind of interesting. Oh Every night no. is one of those for me. I guess it's a good point. Only <laughs> uh, uh, what's the and name? Like Action Pack do it. it so. <laughs> no, but Sam, Sam for, for real, go check out Beats Mode over at uh, at Cheers on a Saturday. On if a you're Saturday, stranded out there. Just just I'm, just come, mm-hmm. walk up to him and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm Sam. I call in the podcast, and he'll do like a special." <laughs> I got set a shout for waiting you. for you. I'm just gonna do. Yeah, right. I got right. you. Better memory. That's awesome. Thanks a lot for calling, Sam. Appreciate right, it. Thank you. Welcome. Bye. Why are you calling? What's that? Your number coming up. I, don't I told think, you Kellen was so. going to call. I didn't. What? You're calling. No, I'm not. Look at your phone. I, I see your. I, I'm Bro. not calling in <laughs> right uh, now. Whatever. I don't. I, Talk I, about I meta. Up, I hung up too late. <laughs> uh, anyway. I had a whole voice like planned out. Whatever, guys. You guys are no fun. <laughs> it's all right. You can't prank call me if you're on the show. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, um, uh, what's it we're going to ask? Yeah, to go back to your uh, mama's favorite DJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's uh, so you built the crowd at this point. Yeah, yeah. You I've can do there. whatever you want. Yeah. You can do whatever you want too, wherever you play, right? Yeah, you sure. Kellen. Yeah. I mean, I will. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody st- has to tell him shit anyway. <laughs> I stopped ripping my shirt off though, and I, and I kind of. Man, I mean, I wanted to bring it back. Yeah. I, 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 I want to bring it back, but then I realized that like I, that I'm just not that strong anymore, and I can't. <laughs> oh come on! Like oh, no, man, yeah. I was like I was like practicing in the mirror one day, and like I had like a breakdown, <laughs> like a meltdown moment. I was like I couldn't rip this. Like Hanes has new cotton or something. Like it's like part nylon. It just makes it much harder to rip. I don't know. I gotta like pre-cut my shirts. I'm just not gonna do that. <laughs> You need to come up with something because that was like yeah. your thing. I think I'm gonna like light my hair on fire or something like that. Maybe do Mike go Michael Jackson. I don't know. Something. All I'm saying is when 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 he, when he comes on the dance floor, it is an event. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I just step aside. I'm like I'm gonna let Kellen do his thing. Absolutely. And it's the, it's the funniest. Yeah, thing. kid, kid slice professional DJ amateur dancer. I know. I know. Yeah. It, these are part of my for your next bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Actually, uh, my favorite my favorite thing is is that in the girl and it's like why like she's like hey it's my birthday 
I'm like, oh. no, no shit. It's your birthday. Of course it's your birthday, girl. Like, why would it not be your birthday? Like, what song birthday. would you like to hear? Yeah. It's every girl's birthday. Everyone's having a damn birthday. There's billions of people in the world. Everyone's having a birthday. I literally got on the mic uh, this last Saturday. I'm like, hey, shout out to everyone whose birthday it is because they're fucking 200 of you motherfuckers. Oh, you don't want them to come up to you and say, um, so it's my friend's birthday. Can you do a shout out? You know what? This Can you play? <laughs> uh, what's that song? Shit. Exactly. Uh, 50 Cent. Go no, on, check it. That you know what that reminds that is that probably is the most disrespectful thing I get uh, as a DJ in terms of requests. It uh-huh. is either well, what songs do you have, or it's oh you don't have this song, and they start scrolling through their phone. Oh man, do you ever get Bitch. okay? Let's let's go <laughs> I'm back. Sorry, to, this is this is what or I gentlemen. asked earlier. The most insulting thing that you ever told a DJ or you ever heard anybody tell a DJ. I think the most the stupidest thing you can ask a DJ out of all of them is, do you take requests? Yes. What do you got? I I think like that tops him. Karaoke bar. I, I I think that tops him. Well, you correct know, me if I'm wrong. No, it's 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 annoying, but I mean, whatever. Like, you know, the thing is, people don't have PhDs in music, and they're <laughs> obviously like, if if you come up and we, if you're coming up to me with that, that means that you literally have no personality. You have no yeah. taste in anything. <laughs> All right, I'm fucking, glad I'm not the only one shooting you, fire. You, you eat white bread, you know, like, <laughs> with mayo. With like, yeah, like a, you eat a mayonnaise bread, you do, toasted you do bread mayo sandwich. sandwiches. You ain't you even know. on. The, you're not even on Nutella yet. Like you're not even on that level. Like yet. you have no idea about anything, and and you could just. I mean, you could just go away, just leave. But you know, but whatever. Like it's it's fine. You know, like yeah. don't have a personality. I'm sure you're an amazing. Uh, Personal accountant, you are. are. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, you know, uh, I'm saying you're great like, at your what, what job. Do you, what do you do? Like, what do you do at, at work? You know, you must just like type numbers all day. And that's what happens. Is I feel like people like work these mundane jobs all the time, and it's like you know they they get out, and it's like all of a sudden it's like you know the world is their oyster in Austin. There's so many different yeah. places to go, mm-hmm. and you don't have one song that you like to hear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like think of a song. It's okay. Uh, Name one song. Yeah, I don't Name care. one song. Uh, Macarena. Done. The worst thing, oh, beautiful. You know, the worst. Thing it has to, to be after like one thirty. Like I have to make sure people are drunk enough. Or on, the, on, the other, on the other side of it, it's the on the on the bar side. If I talk to my bartender friends, and yeah. I'm like, what's like the the most annoying thing ever? It's like when people come up to the bar and they've been waiting in line for ten minutes to get a drink. And the bartender asked them, like, oh, well, what do you want? And then they have to be like, um, let me think. It's like, you've had 15 minutes to think about what drink you want. Like, <laughs> and you're, and you're, fucking, thing, yeah. you're gonna order a damn vodka soda anyway, so shut up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would, honestly, at, at Volstead, I DJ Volstead like every other Friday with uh, yeah. King Louis. Yeah. And it's yeah. a really great time. Um, but I'm not kidding you, man. Charles should put in troughs. On the on the <laughs> on the walls, because like, what's wrong with you people? Like, I mean, like, I understand like leaving a drink out, but why just throw a beer bottle on the ground? Like, what what have you? What, what I don't know. What's your problem? You know man? what? I I was every time I'm at Volset, I'm by the door, and yeah. when people walk out and they put their drink on that top, oh yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I always take them down because most of the time, so they're right by the equipment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Ty always goes, "Thanks, back. Thanks, back." <laughs> well, I, what I want to do is like I really just want to like someone that heckles me. I want to pull a Seinfeld and I want to like go to their job and I want to be like well, going to the your job. I'm like, oh, you suck. Oh, you sent that email so slow. You're the worst in the world. <laughs> like because I mean, people are so judgmental. And it's like, why are you so judgmental? You're out on downtown in Austin. First yeah, of all, just have fun. Where and and lady, okay, and I, I hate to say this, I'm going to say it, but go ahead. Don't if, hate it. It's a bachelorette party and you're taking and it's a wednesday night and you're taking your girlfriend that's getting married to austin downtown yeah and it 
you failed. You failed as as a bridesmaid and a maid of honor. You failed. There's you, no you've honor done, in Sixth Street. There's there's no honor in Sixth Street. You know what I mean? Like, well, not even just that, but I mean, like, really, like that was what you girls came up with, like plastic dicks. And you know, and and like a veil, and like getting yeah. a couple free oh, shots. You know I what saw, mean? that. I was at the I was the plush on Saturday, and Gogo and uh, Raymond were, were up, and two bachelorette parties walk in, and I think that the I saw, it was uh it was the glasses, you know, the fake glasses with the with the plastic nose. Oh yeah. Well, instead of a nose, it was a dick. I hadn't seen that one yet. That was that's uh, a good that, one. Yeah, that's that classy. Was good. That was good. All the other ones had the fake titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah. But anyway, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's just fun, and it, and that goes back to uh, the meaning of life, according to Kellen. <laughs> don't be a dick. This <laughs> may tell you, don't be an asshole. It's, don't be it's an easy, asshole. And don't be a dick. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, honestly, dude. Like, if you break it down, like Jesus, you know, like you know, he like, wherever, whoever he was, whoever that person was, <laughs> whoever that Jesus guy was. Whoever, I, no I mean, idea. like, it, it could have been Muhammad. You know, it could have been anybody. There's basically like whoever your guy is that you look up to, that was like your ultimate chill person. You're like. You can do things like you know, smoke some weed. You know what I mean? Like go yeah. out, have a good time, have a couple drinks. You know, don't don't beat your wife. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay. don't don't request don't Later. request songs. Words of wisdom from Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't shoot people. You know what I mean? Like and you know, yeah. and, and every, at the end of the day, you'll be fine. Like just hang out, have a good time. You know, this should be one commandment: don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah, it's <laughs> right? easy. You could have summer. It could have. Like, I feel bad because most of walked down with those two tablets, and it could have just <laughs> basically came down with like a rock that had like it etched in there. Like, don't be a dick. And like, here, this is the ten. This is that, the one that commandment. Much wraps one it commandment. Up. That yeah. wraps it up. I don't, I don't care where you're from, what how bad your childhood was. I don't care what your parents did to you. Just don't be a dick. Yep. <laughs> Very true, man. Very true. Well, I, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, go. No, go ahead. No, I wanted to give uh, people are talking in, in the chat. And uh, uh, Rick goes, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is such thing. If you say, yeah. hey, what, what do you, uh, I take requests. I want to request and then say, what do you got? That is a dumb question. Dumb question, stupid answer. Absolutely. That, that, it just, that's just the way it goes. Know what you want. The point, uh, someone said, Ethan, the point of going downtown is it's apparently a guilt-free place to be a dick. <laughs> it's just um, like a Sodom and Gomorrah. Basically. It's, it's yeah, only yeah. guilt free because you don't remember it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah I'll get away with it. I have get... a friend that does that. Like every time he gets drunk, it's like he's basically like a 19 year old sorority girl. <laughs> every time he gets drunk, he's like, "Oh man, what happened last night?" I'm like, "You had four beers and you were like acting a fool and you got hit in the ear by some guy and you cried in a corner for five minutes." Like, dude, I don't, rem- <laughs> I, I don't remember that. And I'm like, "Yeah, because you got hit in the ear by some dude and you cried about it. Like, of course you don't remember it. You well, blocked it out." You, d- so. I, again, I, I really want to get a sense of like you know Sixth Street because it, yeah. it will take it will take a lot out of me to Man. walk down these streets because I, I put in some miles. It takes me. a lot out of me. No, I know, but I mean, it, like, I'm not talking about buckshot. There. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. That that's work. Buckshot is like cheers. Like like I said, I have I built this crowd over the last like year and a half almost. I can do whatever I want. They trust me. They know what to expect. I can play good music. Is it at a point now where people go? All right, I'm going to go see Beats Mode on a Saturday. Absolutely. Oh, so you have your regulars that yeah. come up to you that hang in the booth? You have yeah. a booth? No, what? I don't have a booth. I, don't, I yeah. have like a, a table. Good, like, yeah, I have a, I have a good table, like DJ table, whatever. But um, I mean, I have regulars and they, they, they know what's up. And then um, shout out to them. And uh, who, are, who are they? Who are your regulars? Yeah. Man, I don't even know their names, to be honest. Damn. I mean, I have, I have, fr- I have friends Wrong. that come through. Nah. See? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Nah, you got to learn. 
You got to know their names. At they, least they know, a couple of them. They know when they see me, I got shots, I got shots for them. But like... No, nah, but if, if you said, if, if when they walk up to you, like, you already know they like you. Yeah. Because they come see you. But if you remember their names, then it makes them feel like, oh, shit, now I can, you know... I know, like... I can graduate from just knowing this guy <laughs> who plays uh, records on the on a Saturday night. The and only can, one's name I can think friends. of right now is uh, Alex Pope. And that dude, uh, he comes with, like, one or two other people usually. And uh, they just hang out the whole night. And I love people like that because they come. They're there for the old school shit. They're there for the, the 80s and 90s. And they're there for, like, the dance stuff, too. And uh-huh. um, I don't know, man. I, I, like, I like the people that are there consistently. I have friends that come through, too, but... They always complain I don't play dance music because they come at like fucking ten thirty and I'm playing old school hip hop. Uh huh. And um, do you uh do you get the perks like I, I when I think it's of a six street DJ and, and I've seen I've seen some like <laughs> some I've seen them in the wild. Yeah, it's like National <laughs> Geographic, man. It's fucking, it's, <laughs> There's it. not much to see. I just, with I, 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 I just I just stand I just stand in the corner and just watch them with my binoculars. <laughs> He's about to get this girl Poke in the him booth. with a stick and shit. But anyway, yeah. you know, you, you see the like the rock star, like, hey, I'm a DJ because I got I got a controller and I'm just playing shit. And yeah. I, I put I do the Jesus pose <laughs> and I do the fist <laughs> bump. Air hearts and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do yeah. that kind of stuff. You got the girls in the booth with you. I mean, like, you, you DJ that, Paris right? Hilton. I think I'm going to change my name to DJ Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> Perez? No, Paris, Paris, Paris Hilton. I wonder if I get booked for any gigs. Like people are like, oh, it's Par- DJ Paris Hilton, and I'd be like, I'd show up. They'd be like, you're not Paris Hilton. I'm like, no, no. I'm I mean, you see that, right? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Should have bought next door. Does oh, it? I, I see it all the time. I mean, and to be honest, this leads me to another thing. So uh, I don't know if he's listening, but shout out to DJ Shogun, Ethan. Uh, so yeah, he is. He's here. Beautiful. So what we're doing, and I told him, and it was on the low. But is that now what it's he does? Well, it, no, he doesn't do that. Oh. I'm saying this, this is going to be on low. I'm going to put it on record. Uh, uh, you he, think he, about to put if, on blast? If you, if you haven't, if you haven't seen Shogun or myself, like we go hard for three or four hours. Like we we make it a point to make our our sets performances, and I say that because a lot of times, when you, especially on Sixth Street, uh-huh. these guys are standing there. They're not really doing shit. Um, and to be honest, if I'm out, if it's my night off, and I make it out. I'm not impressed, and um, I think that people deserve better. And so what we're doing is we're definitely trying to apply some pressure, Kellen, <laughs> and um, <laughs> definitely trying to apply some pressure because, you know what, like, it, there's, there, there, there is, like, a generational shift going on these days. And you I think too cool to move. And I think and I think it's up to some of us young cats to try to keep the the product at a high level. I told I told you that from the very beginning, man. Like whenever I first whenever I first saw you, I was just like, and you were talking about we wanted a DJ. I was like, I really vibe your energy, man. Like you've got a lot of like positivity, and you're you're obviously you do your your you do your history, you know your history. You always came like honest, and you came correct every time I've seen you DJ, and you've always like made yourself like to to your to a fault. You've always made yourself widely open and available for people to talk to. And I think that's the one thing that I've enjoyed recently about playing is that I've been doing a lot of gigs where I play with multiple people. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people are like, you know, are against that. And I kind of like it because it allows me to engage with people. Like one thing and like, I know it's the sad clown kind of perspective, but like one thing that people understand is like kind of DJing, like even though you're a socialite and you're like downtown a lot, it's like it can kind of get a little isolated because... Yeah. You know, if you're DJing by yourself, like, you're just in front of a laptop for four hours. Mm -hmm. You talk to the bar staff, like, 30 minutes before you go. You talk to them, you know, 30 minutes after you're done. 
and then you go home and then everyone works day jobs and so you just stay at home you know, eating Cheetos and, and you know, monitoring Facebook, basically. <laughs> All right, now we're getting a little personal. Uh, I mean, like, you know, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you, know, you forget about it. So I really, have really enjoyed, like, being able to engage in conversations. You know what I mean? And when I'm doing, yeah. when I'm just teaching about myself and people engage in conversation, I don't want to be rude, but I'm like, sometimes it gets, it gets a little nerve wracking because you're like trying to like read the crowd and like understand what's going on. Yeah. And like, you, sometimes it breaks your concentration. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I DJ with, uh, on every other Thursday now with, uh, with a uh, bright black and with, uh, Fideo, Robert Vasquez. Yeah. yeah. And we do that at Volstaver Thursday, first and third. And it's like, it's really cool. Cause I'll play for 30 minutes and then they'll play for a little while, but I can yeah. go out and I can talk with people. And it's fun. I, I miss that aspect. I miss like being a patron of downtown. Yeah. You know, I, I got like really tainted by it. And I think a lot of people in general, a lot of DJs feel that way. I have a, I have a question for anyone that's paying attention right now. Um, I would like to ask who your top five greatest of all time Austin DJs are. And I would like to start this by asking Joey who he thinks the top five greatest of all time in Austin. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> top five, dead or alive, man. And then you're next, and then you're next. Oh, oh man, I haven't been around long enough. Well, no, I, but, I but that's why I want, that. I want that. I want that perspective. I, I, I want I, the new, I want the young blood perspective, and I want old blood perspective. I can tell you my ooh. favorite DJs. Um, well, you're one of them. This is why he asked. Uh, he wanted me to say. Uh, he wanted me to say, "Kid Slice." Yeah, first on. off, nah. first off, it's a, it's a puff piece. <laughs> a puff piece. <laughs> no, it's uh, Kellen. You know, Randy's kind of cute. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's is that a top. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like Randy. I, I like Abe. Um, Abe's one of the only other guys that I know that'll play some Backstreet Boys. <laughs> True. Uh, Damn, shots fired or something else. Yeah, and. and after that, man, it gets so cloudy. Like, I mean, really? Th- it does. I mean, for me, like, for if we're talking about, I'm not saying best skill level. I'm saying like people that if you're at, if I'm off on a night and all these people are DJing, um, where do I go? Uh, actually, they're I, all I, the same place. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say, no, actually, um, definitely, definitely Luis, because I remember whenever uh, Luis King Louis would like play at Plush uh, with TMC. Sometimes I'd definitely make an effort to make it out there. Um, so I, I definitely say uh, Luis. I just don't know how to round it out. But we have a call here. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. What's your feedback? Hello? Oh, we're getting mysterious here. Oh, she hung up. Damn. That was, Wrong that was, number. It was a sigh or a moan. <laughs> and then, oh. Welcome. Welcome to the feedback hotline. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. So you said Louis. Kellen. Uh, Randy. Abe. Abe. Randy. One more. Oh, man. Uh. To be honest, put like, Shogun, man. He's in the chat. No, right I was now. gonna say. I was gonna say. No, I was gonna say. Like, but and and, and, and Ethan, if if anybody, by the way, ever gets a chance to see this dude, he's fucking amazing. Like, he's he's younger than I am. He's twenty one now, and he can cut. He can mix. He, he can read he a can, crowd. He can scratch and juggle better than I yeah. can. Yeah, I mean, this dude's just like he's. Killing oh wow. It. And he's, he's a freak. Egg. He's my he's my candidate for the most underrated DJ. In Call Austin. in and uh, receive your uh, your award. <laughs> <Would accept this laughs> speech. Back, who's yours? Top five greatest of all time. Oh shit! In Austin. In Austin. Um, I gotta put Mel. Uh, I gotta put Odeon because Odeon is the first guy that I met in Austin when I came to Austin. I was in, um, who knew what dancehall was. And that was huge to me. Uh, I was, yeah, I said, Mel, Odeon. Uh, damn, that's tough, man. That yeah. is tough. Yeah, bad thing before you ask me this stuff. I know, because, <laughs> you know, you got the old school cats. You got the, 
uh, I have to put Chicken George. Also, um, and then you and Protege. Whoa! The real Protege because I like Protege. Uh, Protege because uh, when I met Protege and I was telling the story and I love telling the story. He like he was at Barcelona when Barcelona first opened. Thir- he was there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Jeez. And oh damn, I forgot inverse. Man, damn you, it! You took those are my top five. Yes, inverse. those are mine too. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, but Inverse not around as much anymore. But to me, it was like one of the Inverse the top. is still Inverse one of the best. The yeah. Shit, yeah. But um, I'd say, oh, someone's calling in. No more prank calls. Hello, how dare you interrupt me? In my uh, <laughs> <laughs> <speech>. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Sorry, I lost signal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I have very shitty service. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you calling from ISIS right now? Are you uh, <laughs> are you calling for the tickets? So you you're give... actually what, what's your name? Yes. What's your name first? Before you get the tickets, what's your name? Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Aaron, who's your favorite DJ in Austin? Um, uh, hmm. favorite DJ in Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's Friday night, Saturday night. You go out with your girls, and it's a bachelorette, it's a birthday party, <laughs> is whatever. What's who's your favorite? Who's your DJ? Um, hmm. let's see here. Oh, okay, we're she's looking up Austin yeah, DJs she's right now. What is his name? Oh my gosh, who's that? Um, who's where? Uh, you don't have one. Uh, where? At Amped. At Amped? DJ Paramount. That's his name. That's his name. DJ Paramount. This is his little white boy. All right. DJ oh, Paramount it is. Right. I never heard of him. He's pretty cool. Me. Uh-huh. All right. We'll look him up. Anyway, you got the tickets. I mean, the ticket VIP pass to the party on Friday. All you got to do is uh, on Facebook, uh, like the feedback, B-A-K. And then send, okay. a, send a message with your name, and then you'll be on the list. Cool. Sounds good. Or you can find me personally. My name is back, and then you just send me a message <laughs> to me directly. <laughs> My address yeah, is 8200 Neely Drive. There's not, there's not 25 backs in town. This is pretty easy. You could just, like, type in back, yeah. and my name will come up. We, should, we, we have to have mutual friends. It's just the, the way Austin is. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. Yeah, just like the feedback, send a message, and you're on the list. Awesome. Thank you. All right, congrats. <laughs> Shout out to Paramount. <laughs> 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 oh, you have another one. I'm going to give these tickets away. <laughs> Yo. Hello. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Hey. What's your name? My name is Sacred Thomas. Your name is what? Sacred Thomas. Oh, Sacred Thomas. All right. Word. Who's your favorite DJ in Austin? Um, I'd say DJ Spitz. DJ Spitz? Yes. Where is he at? He's actually located in San Marcos. Oh, does he play in Austin, though? At he all? does. He does. Where at? Where at? Um, he played at 512. It's been a minute since I've been back, though. On a Friday or Saturday? Um, he played on Friday night, I believe. All right. So you call you calling for the ticket? I am. 
Ah. All right. Well, it's yours. Make sure you like the feedback on Facebook and just send a private message uh, with your name and you'll be on the list. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate All right. it. All right. Thank you. Make sure you listen, man. Have a All good right, one. Thanks. Ciao. You too. These people don't even listen to the show. He's calling for tickets. That's mm -hmm. good. That he reached new people, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Poku. But I was in my tirade about I forgot what I was talking favorite about. Favorite DJs. Yeah, favorite you DJs. You didn't finish your list. No, I think I did. I did. Mel I said, Inverse, Chicken George, Protege, and you. and I think yeah, oh, yeah, it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the reason no, the reason why I say Kellen because I remember how I was when he when he got to town, and he's just gone up. And up and up and up. I, Thank I said you. that to Thank you a you year much. ago. Yeah, you did, man. On Thank my you. first podcast, and I still believe it. When I told my uh, um, my sister, she was like, "I asked, I asked her that actually she, because she she wants to put on the party for a going away party." She's like, "I'm like, who want who do you want to have?" He goes, "Kiss slice. Who else? <laughs> man, that, that's oh, awesome, man. That's really cool. From my sister. That's, great. that's awesome. Damn. That Kelly, is amazing. Kelly really needs cool. to be on like a cereal box somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was actually. Uh, if you didn't know that, I was actually. Um, You're on the Wheaties Ricky box? Schroeder's uh, stunt double in Silver Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but. You know, I gotta say this. I think that it's important when you're classifying like greatest DJs to like also give a time frame because I think that like, you know, like people that I look up to were Mel, Chicken George, Nick Knack, uh, DJ Corrupt, and Inverse. Oh yeah. And but I mean, Inverse came around later because I didn't really know about them that much. And like Baby G and Inverse, I think like hold honorable mentions for me. But like. Tots was hands down one of the like the most amazing. See, I mean, people. the list goes on. Really, Tots is the is one of the most amazing DJs ever. Man, he commanded people to listen to what he was doing. He was the king of the slam. He was the king of the 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 avant garde beats. Like before before there were people that were mixing and mashing stuff. Tots is already doing it. He was coming up with routines. You know, DJ Info is, is like you know he's. Hands down, like I mean, still probably one of the top five scratchers in the in the, in the world. You know what I mean? I, I still think that uh, DJ Dopez is another great DJ that like are yeah. great. These are great scratch DJs. I'm sorry, I'm going off yeah. on a tangent, but yeah. greatest like party rocking club aspect DJs and people that I wa I like to watch perform uh, have got to be Nick Knack, Chicken George, Mel, uh, Tots, and you know those those guys. They are just they're so classy about what they do. And and I love him, man. I love him. They gave me a lot of inspiration when I was coming up. And I wanted I wanted to be like Nick Knack, man. He was yeah, the Nick he Knack. was the full he was the full circle, man. He had everything. And now uh, I think like you know it's important to say like cur like currently active, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like who's the currently active most point holder in NBA? It's like the currently active best DJ in town. I think is DJ Protege. And I and, so. and I, I'll and I'll fight people you know every day about that if they if they, if they think differently because I mean you if you go listen to him play. You you definitely leave with a with a respect and an appreciation for what the man does behind the decks. I mean, protege when he was on the mic, it was the funniest shit. <laughs> yeah, like, man. Like you're not dancing. Why are you not dancing? <laughs> it's, I'm protege. I'm the king of Sixth Street. Hold on, y'all. I'm the king of Sixth Street. Man, I, I I just remember going to the Barcelona. I'd bounce between plush and Barcelona, much like I do now as an as as an older adult. <laughs> but like, yeah. I would go see protege play on, at at uh, on Saturday nights at Barcelona. And then I, at the end of the night, I would go check out Tots play. Yeah. And I remember, like, I was like, I wrote it on my wall. Like, I wrote it on my calendar. I was like, you know, by this time, I want to open it up for plush. How do I do that? I had no idea how to do that. And I, and I finally did it, thanks to Avi Minkoff. It's an amazing, amazing Avi person. Avi won't come on the show. Hold on. Yo, what up? You're, on the, you're live on the podcast. 
Hey, what's up, guys? What's Jill? up? What's up? You've what been... y'all say? We're talking about DJ, and you've been to Who's your favorite DJ? <laughs> Who's your favorite DJ? <laughs> well, good to hear that you guys are doing that. No, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I love the podcast so far. Um, so far, it's real nice. Um, uh Favorite DJ, I think, right now would probably be uh, Kellen. Oh. Really? Oh, uh, shit. What, what is Damn. your name, Bachelor Number oh. One? <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just, man, it's been a long day. Uh, my name is uh, Fernando. Oh, oh, he was on the shit. chat. Shout out, man. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, dude. I, I love, I always love, I always represent local local artists, man. I, I'm born and raised here, and, and I've seen a lot of guys come and go. Uh, DJ Aspect is a friend of mine. Now he's busting out, doing a lot of work. Uh, um, Dashade Moonbeam, he's a rapper, local yeah, artist. Dashade, yeah, Dashade, yeah, Dashade, yeah. You know, he's he's doing a lot of work as well, he's doing film and all this other craziness he's into. And Kelly and I, I used to hang out with him a long time ago during house parties and stuff like that. Oh, man. Back, back when the, the, the North Loop house, man. I remember all, dude, that was so much fun, man. Come on, yeah. Man. Give him a, like just, a little acceptance speech here. It's just crazy how everybody gets to uh, they meet each other and then they see the progress and he kept on going and, and a lot of other DJs like you guys are doing the same thing. You just you don't stop. And uh, that's good. There needs to be like some type of South by Southwest Austin representing, mm-hmm. you know, three-day DJ yeah, craziness man. thing DJ, going on Pro- like Protégé that. Protégé has put that well, show on like that uh, at Handlebar on Saturday of South by Southwest of the Music Week, uh, and it's all local stuff, man. And which is which is a great thing because you get so caught up in the like the the googly eyed aspect of like the all the artists coming in town, but then like right. you know we get a chance to kind of cut it up and like there I mean there's two hundred something like two hundred fifty thousand people supposed to be here this year, is that right? Nice. Like for South by Southwest, oh, like so there's so much shit going on, man. It's crazy, dude. Well, you guys are doing a badass job. I just want to call Thanks, in, man. And, uh, appreciate you, Thank represent you. the people I know, and you know, give you guys props. Man, uh, you gotta go. You gotta go check out Beat Mode, man. He, Beast, Joey, Joey's in Beast Mode. Beast Mode. You know, I, I really, mode. I really think him and Shogun do an amazing job together. I'm, I'm ready. I'm waiting for them to put up. We start doing routines together because they have the talent to do like a routine based two by four, and I'm really excited to kind of see that happen. I'm trying to like force them in that direction. Can I, can I ask you guys? Can I ask you guys one thing? Who's uh, who's this Boom Baptist? Boom Boom Baptist. Uh, That's Andrew. Oh man, Boom dude. Boom Baptist yeah. is one of my close personal friends, man. And and I gotta say, he he's a great DJ. But God, that dude's beats are just so sick. And he's doing it. And it's so funny because like I see him as like this degenerate drunk that I play music with sometimes. And I you know and we hold two hundred plus bowling averages together in our bowling league. And we play poker together every two, every other Tuesday. Shout out Poker League, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, but like, dude, that guy's, have you listened to his music, man? His music is he so has amazing. This, he has this one Dilla cut that he does and I love Dilla. Yeah, oh, Slum Village for Life fan, you know, yeah, man. just like Farside, you know, and all that old school stuff. But he did this Dilla cut and I was like, damn, that's a nice. Dude, check out his entire mix. catalog, man. He, he is an amazing, amazingly talented person. Hmm. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And, and a heck of a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guys continue. Thanks cool, again, man. man. You guys right, are having for, a doing hey, a better for calling in and, uh, and thanks oh, yeah. for uh, participating in the chat too. Appreciate it, Fernando. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, spread the word. You know, like the feedback on Facebook, all that good stuff. And then uh, we're not done. We still got shit to talk about. <laughs> we got people <laughs> to talk shit about too. Yeah, my, vi- my Vicodin's wearing off, man. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, have a good one. All right, Later, thanks, man. man. Thank you.
Nice call. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Here, here's another thing I wanted to bring up because um, so you've been doing it for a couple of years. Yeah. This man's been around for a while and he's, he's already part of like 17 different crews. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kellen. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, over the years, you know, you've, you, it's been a trend. I mean, you, you see Perigrosa, you see Austin Boogie Crew, yeah. the Scratch League, no, Scratch Scratch League, Booth Pimps, New Jack Swing, um, which is great. I love it. Honestly, yeah. I, love, I love seeing, you know, DJs get together uh, and put some stuff uh, and, and work together like that. Do you feel like, you know, at some point you're going to join some? Or maybe create your um, own, you and uh, get in, like Shogun here. The, yeah, the cruise. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. It's one of those things where I mean, right now my main focus is um, is just working at, like developing my personal skills uh-huh. um, as far as like technical skills DJing. But I mean, I'm always open for cruise and things like that. It's just it depends. Like I have to. A thing about playing with other DJs, I have to be real comfortable. So like with Kellen, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. With Ethan, I'm comfortable. With um, one of my mentors, uh, Trill Scott Heron, Chase Mars, <laughs> uh, I'm real comfortable. Like, there are cats who I can play with and we have a flow. So when we talk about crews, you know, I think of, like, Table Manners crew, for yeah, example. of course. And, you know, these guys, you know, Kellen included, inspired me so much, you know, about party rocking, all that. So... You know, stop it. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, no, keep going. I, I mean, my, my, t- <laughs> keep flowers this way. my, my two biggest, my two biggest, right I mean, influences and mentors um, in this DJing thing in general. Uh, one is Kellen. I mean, Kellen has helped oh, me so Kellen. much. I mean, he's opened so many <laughs> doors and he's just helped me and supported me and, and uh, believed in me. And he's crying now. Oh. Um, and then, and then yeah, Chase Mars, Trill Scott Heron. G's don't cry, though. <laughs> and then Trill Scott Heron, who, taught, who just taught me a lot of fundamentals and just a lot of, like, the basic discipline that I needed. And, like, and like these kind of guys. But, but hold on, but don't you feel like, I mean, the same way that when he came around, he met Dig, he met Todd, yeah. he met all yeah, these man. guys. Dig, I mean, Dig was my mentor, Right, man. so, I mean, it's the thing. When, when you're part of a crew, yeah, it's like... You all work together, but it's like, look, if if the the other dude is is putting out a dope ass set, I better step my game up. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's competition true. within that. Well, well, my person with that is Ethan, though. Like me and Ethan, we play back to back, and it's, you know, it he, pushes you to be better, man. Absolutely. Yo, welcome to Feedback Podcast. What's up? Um, yeah, I was calling for the tickets. Yo. Oh. What's your name? Shelby. Can you spell that? S H E L B Y. Like the Cobra. I do like you have it. A, nice, do, nice. do you have a favorite right. DJ? Do you, do, have a, do you have a favorite DJ? We're going to make you earn yeah. this. Do I have a favorite DJ? Yeah. Um, let's see. I really love jungle music, actually. And my favorite DJ um, is tied with Goldie and. Uh, well. Goldie and I uh, just like Goldie. <laughs> I kind of uh, like Dara and AK twelve hundred a little bit. And Ronnie Size is okay. Represent was a pretty good album. Do you go to the 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 what you call it the EDJ on Tuesdays at Plush? No, I do not. I didn't know they and were having they that. Have, they have a the longest running weekly drum and bass night, and they play all aspects of drum and bass, even that like you know uh, night late nineteen ninety uh, you know. 
uh, like hey, high pitched drum and bass music. Don't and stuff. judge me. I know. It's much more dark, and I like that. No, but, I mean, no, but I'm just letting you know if you ever did want to go see some local Austin talented there drum and bass DJs. house music in it. Sorry. No, no, what no, were you no. Saying? no. I'm saying if uh, if you ever want to go see some local Austin talented drum and bass DJs, Tuesday night at Plush. Yes. You can go do that. Every Tuesday. Okay. I will check that out. Yes. All right. Tell you what. Uh, I'll give you the VIP pass. Uh, oh, yay! All right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I was just calling to see I... if I would win, and I did. That's fucking I, I sweet. Wish I, was... <laughs> I felt I, like I, I, just, I gave her a ticket to the Grammys or something. <laughs> Jesus, I've never been that happy about anything. Wow. Look underneath your seat. There's a, it's a new car. There's a new car. Nice. <laughs> you get a car. And the trip to the Bahamas. <laughs> no, he's just kidding. It's actually it, it, a VIP pass. Yeah, it's a VIP pass. You get to skip the line. You get like, it's cool. Uh, tell you what. Okay, well, all you got to do, go to the, uh, look up the feedback, BAK, uh, on Facebook, and like the page and send a message uh, with your name, and then you'll be on the list. Okay, I will do. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank take you. Care. Have a good night. Thank you. All righty, you too. Bye-bye. Ciao. All right, now I give them all out. <laughs> We're done with this. No. Oh. oh, we got another caller. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Is it tickets? Yo. What's up? Hello. Yes. Hey, uh, this is Ethan. Hey, hey! Ethan. You've been talking about me for a while. Hey, I, out, I, I don't have any uh, VIP passes shots no fired. more. <laughs> shots fired, Ethan. I've been talking shit. <laughs> so, uh, are, we, are we still doing like our favorite DJ or not? Yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Don't say Kellen. He uh, has. He's had enough. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, do we all forget about like Buck Rogers? Buck Rogers, oh. yeah, dude, yeah. He's I don't know him that well. I've heard him, but I don't know him. Really. He, he, he's hands. I, I think he may be the most talented guy with the highest ceiling, probably in this town. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's not. He's not, I, he's not from Austin, but I mean, like, God, dude, the dude is so sick, man. Yeah. I've never, yeah, I've never seen him do like a nightclub set. Neither have I. I know, like, I neither. I haven't I seen him either, man. I, I want to see that. Really, I, I, where does he play at usually? He plays at V Lounge, right? At V Lounge, right? Yeah, V, uh, I think he does, like, Concrete Cowboy as well. He does? Yeah. Buck Rogers? All right. I feel like you're very, very recently. Or oh, something like okay. that. Or Cowboy. I don't know. Hey, so. What, I, think, I think it was. What, what do you think of uh, Beast Mode's uh, game? <laughs> Be honest. Uh-oh. I'm going to turn his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets his shit back. What do I think of Beast Mode's what? What's his game, like his skills. Would you ever play Macarena? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Joey's really, Joey's sick, man. Like, he's, he's my partner, you know, like, so, I mean, uh, to talk about Joey, I mean, I really respect he's, like, mostly stone choices. I mean, this guy, like, really knows the crowd. Like, that's something that I cannot compare to. So, uh, what's your, uh, do you have a, a formula like like him where you don't you don't play shit you don't like? Ethan plays everything. <laughs> or oh, you would drop the Macarena, followed I, uh, by the Cupid Shuffle, like, followed by <laughs> This Is How We Do It, followed by, um, what's it called? Under Pressure, followed by, uh, and Justice for All. <laughs> uh, and not yeah, give like, a shit. You know, the, way, the way I think about DJing is like, um, that's just the way I understand it is you're, you're still catering to the crowd, you know? Like, they think of, think of a chef. That like you know I don't know like steak I guess but like you're cooking some veg stuff you know for some vegetarian and then like you know like is he gonna be a good chef if he still serves him steak uh, steak you know 
Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with DJs. When you're on 6th Street, like, that, like, cheesy, that top 40 stuff, that's what they want to hear. Right. And then, yeah, like, so, like, for my set, I do all of, like, the cheesy top 40 stuff. I stole in some really good, like, film, um, they, like, film that or, like, not, not as, uh, not as, you know, widely known stuff, like, here yeah. and there, just to get people go, like, oh, my God, like, this guy knows his shit, you know? Yeah. But yeah. honestly, like, I don't play what I really want to play. Yeah, but to go back to your chef uh, analogy, you don't want to serve the guy who goes, okay, I would like uh, uh, steak and uh, steak and vegetables, but no salt, no this. <laughs> take out the take out the carrots, add cabbage, and then put some mayo on the side. It has to be just right. <laughs> the plate has to be this. You're big. basically Sally from when him Wait, and Don't, don't you just go like really fuck off? Let me let me. Cook what I cook. Oh, Ethan's a dick about requests. Aha! See? He's a dick. Yeah. Oh, He's meaner right, than then. I am. Yeah, Ethan, yeah, Ethan doesn't take shit from nobody, man. Because, right? like, what I play is still, like, you know, because I, I observe a crowd every day, and I know exactly this is what people like. Right. I hate requests because think about the, the idea, like, behind requesting. If one guy comes up, make a request, he's pretty much saying that everybody in this club right now, no matter if you're dancing or not, no matter if you're having fun or not, uh-huh. you all have to stop and listen to this one song that I like. <laughs> They're all shaking their heads like, yeah. yeah. Man, I want an Ethan blog is what I want. I want an Ethan blog or <laughs> Ethan podcast for like, <laughs> you just come home every night from DJing and you just like spit hate for 30 minutes oh, about man. that. <laughs> I, would, I would seriously tune in that every night. That would be my ride home, basically. That's like all me and Ethan do when we take our little <laughs> trips to like Six Flags or no, some but, shit. So, um, Team building. So you don't take shit from <laughs> no one. You just read the crowd and then just, you know, play what you want. Exactly. So you do like, the same it, thing it as Joey does. Yeah, no, the thing, the difference between us is that, you know, those, like, rappers I was talking about on play, yeah, yeah. Ethan not only plays them, he loves playing that shit. Okay, well, he, li- okay, he yeah. likes it. But if there's something he doesn't like, if someone comes at, you know, he doesn't take requests at all, then it's just, it's all up to him. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. So I get it. I get it, I get it. So, uh... You play. You, you always. You always play. You always play together. We don't always play together. We what? haven't actually played together a whole lot lately. Where, where else you playing, uh, Ethan? Um, I'm doing Thursdays at Shears right now. Fridays at Shakespeare's. Oh. Saturdays at Big Bang. You know the old, uh, old agave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? Uh, yeah. Are, are you the mom's favorite DJ? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they they told me that. Wait, what's up? <laughs> are you are you the mom's favorite DJ? Yes, because that's what Joey yeah. is. Really, <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's, that's exactly. And you, what I am. And you and you think the crowd is not just college kids? Is also it's pretty mixed. There's there's thirty year olds, there's fifty year olds, there's milfs, there's gills. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's why that's why you gotta mix your stuff up. Like, you know, by time of the night, say like yeah, whatever. Like from like nine to eleven, I usually do a lot of like throwback stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, older people tip me a lot because, you know, like, at that time, you know, clubs are usually still older people. And, you know, you got to keep that kind of stuff. You, you and, know then, what? and then, 
kind of like 12 o'clock, you know, like people 30 and now should just be going home or anything. Hey, I'm going to hang up on you right now, man. Holy shit. More shots fired. You should still be in bed with your fucking pacifier, you damn youngin. Yeah, dirty six my ass, man. Damn, so many shots fired during this podcast. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I'll come through. I won't introduce myself for nothing. I just watch, and I make a whole podcast about what I saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need to wear oh, those, those, those glasses with the yeah. plastic nose on. I have, <laughs> I have a medium now. I can I get to do this, <laughs> and I won't. And I'll Back, just come undercover at the end of the night. hater. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. Exactly. I'm gonna do that. Watch, and I'll introduce myself at the end and be like, "Huh? So you're that uh, that Ethan kid? <laughs> All right. All right." <laughs> I'll see no, you you'll, hey, I'll tell you what. Hey, uh, you'll be impressed. You'll be impressed by seeing Joey and Ethan play together. They're really good together. Don't say that. Okay, well, you will Don't be. You'll be underwhelmed. I'll be neutral. I'll try to be <laughs> as neutral as possible, and it's up to you to bring me up or down. And I won't even say anything. That it's got real dad? sexual, real quick. I don't know how, but. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, your, it's your call, man. You're it's your call. I'll come watch. <laughs> but all right, man. Thanks for calling in. Uh, for sure. Love you. Right, what kind of tickets are you I had no idea. What? What kind of tickets? So, like, y'all, y'all talk about, like, I don't know, getting a ticket or something? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's, it's a show for Q-Bird and Craze and <laughs> really? Shadow DJ all together. Yeah, you, Clever you th- all together. Yeah. Opening, kid slices opening. Uh, yeah, and, and, and Diplo will be here. It's it's crazy show, man. VIP yeah. tickets, but only only ten spots. You get, you get to sit on Diplo's lap. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, and but, uh, if that party's not happening, Joey's buying that ticket for me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sit on like, Diplo's lap? Okay. <laughs> nah, it's a party on Friday at the Belmont. Oh, okay. But all right, man. At, hey, uh, so if you're if you're listening to this, well, you are because you were hearing my voice. Uh, go check out Ethan. You said where? Cheers, uh, Shakespeare, and Big Bang. And big, okay. Big Bang. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Mm-hmm, sure. All right, take care. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Yes. Hey, what's going on? Hi. Hi. You sound really Hi. attractive. You do. Hi. Hey, I'm single now. <laughs> hey. <laughs> are, you, are you calling in for the VIP passes? I am. Oh. I'm uh, a big fan of Kid Slice. Oh, well, I... All right. Hey, all right. Hey, all right. Hey. I, I, ran out, I ran out of tickets. I only had four to give out. I'll take you to Six Flags, well, though. Right. Well, how about instead of tickets, why don't you ask him... If he wants to step outside your studio and get in my car and go grocery shopping with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I make a sport out of grocery shopping. Don't get me started. <laughs> Even the best DJs have to eat. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, this is getting dirty. <laughs> Even the best girlfriends are amazing. Um, no, I, I, look, real quick, just a moment. I'd have to shout out my girlfriend. She surprised me with the most amazing Valentine's Day gift. Not only was it, it, it was a basically a scavenger hunt that put together a puzzle that said uh, Houston Rockets versus Cavaliers, 114 row E. I'm going to be on ABC next Sunday. Everybody tune in to ABC oh. to watch the Houston Rockets and the Cavaliers. I'm going to be the one holding a life-size, larger-than-life-size face of LeBron James crying with a receding <laughs> hairline every time he shoots a free throw in the second half. You heard it here it's first true. on First feedback. time that's <laughs> Wait, that's Jennifer calling? Yeah, it's Jennifer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, guys, my bad, Kellen. Every, every show now, I get pranked. God damn it. Every show, I get pranked. <laughs> this, is under, this is our show, Too Much Tuna. How'd you like the prank? Love you, back. <laughs> that awkward moment where you're hitting on the guy's girlfriend that's sitting next to you. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> last, last time it was uh, some girl called in as Kenny's ex-wife, <laughs> talking about he was a douchebag oh. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it was good. It was good though. It's all good. How hey, you doing, who, Jen? Who's your favorite DJ in town, baby? Don't be biased. Uh, I mean, like, like it's not gonna be Kid Slice. I'm so sure. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Of course not. Who, who else besides me, If I don't want to get beat later, just kidding. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Tough right. crew. <laughs> who's your, who, besides me, who's your favorite DJ in town? Oh, man. That is a good question. Pick one. You know them all anyway. Just pick <laughs> one. I, I, I know too many. Just There's so one. many good ones. Pick one. DJ um, Paramount. Um, <laughs> DJ Spitz. <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> I'm not good at being put on the spot. I wasn't prepared. You, oh, you came on. on the radio. Now you're just, just on the pick spot. Pick one name. Pick one name. Come on. <laughs> this is dead air. Don't give um, me dead I'm, air now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Raymo. Whoa. Oh, she nice. does like Raymo. She does like Raymo. She always says she likes Raymo. All right. <laughs> you, watch out, Raymo. I'm coming for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. you've, been, you've been listening the whole time? No, she's been um, shopping at the domain. Maybe I haven't been shopping. Oh, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> All good. Well, you, you, this this goes up on Thursday, so you'll see what kind of bullshit he was talking about. Hey. Awesome. All right, well, thanks Baby, for I'll, in, be, I'll be out here in just a minute. We'll go grocery shopping. Love you. Yeah, I like my sandwich with uh, chicken and <laughs> white, white bread. And, I like my sandwich with white bread and, and mayonnaise. Hey. <laughs> Whatever, boys. Podcast, ho- podcast host got to eat, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> You don't happen to be around, do you? <laughs> no, I've got some You want to come, come with us to H-E-B Far West and get some kosher steaks? Ugh, no, I, I don't like the grocery shopping at all. But anyway, well, thanks for calling in, Jen. I'll be, yeah, ba- no I'll, be out, I'll be out in just one minute, baby. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Ciao. I was going to give her a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going out on Friday night, man. No, she's she, she a grown-ass woman. She, she works. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, shout out to A-Train. Shout out to Tanya, already on everybody in the chat. Uh, he's asking, who's the meanest DJ in Austin? I'm going to say Ethan may be the meanest Ethan, DJ in Austin. Ethan's, Ethan's he's the youngest, dick. He's the youngest and the meanest. I don't know how you yeah, can do Ethan's that. Yeah, Ethan's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> is he still here? I love he's Ethan, here. though. No, oh, he just said yes. He just said yes. Yeah. I, I, will he, say, he I will say, you know, Mike Swing is probably the nicest, most lovable person that you will ever meet in town. If you cross him... He will cut you up, man. He is. I believe that. He, man, this one girl was like, it was dead Volstead, and we were on the floor because it was too big to have her set up in there. Yeah. And this girl was like doing 360 whirling dervishes with her drink, like over the laptops. Oh. And Mike, oh. and Mike, and Mike no. went up there and grabbed her arm forcibly and was like, no, blah, 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 and like reprimanded her. And then she's like, I want, I'm just drunk, having a good time. And then he proceeded to stand in front of the laptop and create, and he was basically like the Pittsburgh Steelers Iron Curtain defense, <laughs> like blocking out. And he was just so perturbed. I was like, dude, don't look. You do not Mike wake pissed. a sleeping dragon. Mike Swing is a sleeping dragon. He has he a nice smile guy, and everything. And but you piss him off, him. man. He will cut you up, dog. I believe that. Oh, man. I totally believe that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So let's go back real quick to the. Um, oh, actually, actually, Orion said you had the best song request story from Plush. Do you know what he's referring to? It could be the one where I threw the headphone. Okay, 
Well, the one that I did was the, I think I told him this one. Uh, I, she came up to me and she had these heels on and it was just like, cluck, 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 like a Clydesdale. <laughs> the clickety clacks, yeah. Clickety clacks. And she came up to me and she was like, yeah, I, uh, oh my God, do you have this song? And I was like, oh my God, I don't. And she's like, Oh God, you're a DJ. Why don't you have this song? And I was like, mm. "Do you do you have an iPhone?" She's like, "Yeah." And I go, "Do you have it on your iPhone?" And she goes, "Yeah." And then she's like, "Oh, I, I gotta go my purse. I'll get it right now." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and she runs. She gets her iPhone. She brings it up to me all proud and like you know she looks all pretty and cute. Whatever a little dog that just. And then I, I reached in my backpack and grabbed my extra pair of headphones and I go, "Here, <laughs> listen to this bitch." And I do the and I do the <laughs> headphones on her and the headphone just like kind of like stayed like on top of her her like her tits and, they, <laughs> and the look on her face is that like basically like no guys ever talked down to her before. And I, as like as like she's standing there, the headphone just like fall off, and I, and then she like walks away, and I was like, that, I just that was one for me, that was one for the team, you know. Like I, yeah. I feel like I did that for every DJ that had to put up with a Absol- brat, a brat, absolutely. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's. Um, we'll be talking for a couple hours now. Who else is listening? I don't. Uh, Orion still here. Ethan's still here. A train. Fernando, who called in earlier, is still here. Word. Um. Let's come up with some DJ names for you two. I think we came up with a bunch. <laughs> DJ Mom's favorite. <laughs> Mama, yeah. <laughs> DJ Mom's favorite. DJ, DJ Paris Hilton. I'm yeah. definitely kind of cornered the market of being DJ, a, a Paris uh, Hilton DJ. Your DJ shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> DJ shut it down. DJ bought clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I like DJ D- DJ puffed out. He's closing the studio now. <laughs> hey, if you got some uh, suggestions for hey, yeah, give us two, some give us some, give DJ, some names. Good DJ names. Call in Please. or just put it in the chat. Uh, give us some DJ names for these two. And uh, actually, here's remember that thing we did at um, that little game we played at Bungalow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I want to do that like all the time. Yeah. Seriously. Um uh so I did this thing. I was it was the bungalow, Kiss Tice was playing, it was nice out, it was a bunch of people. And I went up to him and I was like, I don't get it. There's, you're playing good shit, people are not moving. So how about I just go up to people and ask them like what they want to hear? <laughs> and so Oh yeah, another call. Maybe get some names. Uh oh. Yo yo. Hello? Hola. No? No, yes, never no. mind then. Cut me off. All right, thanks, Tanya. Have a good one. Um, so I, th- I was like, okay, I'm just going to go up and ask people. So yeah. I would go up to a group of people, and I said, look, um, y'all talk it over with each other. Just come up with one song request. Just one song. Yeah. All five of y'all just, like, huddle up. I'll come back in two songs, and you tell me what the song is. And then the DJ, and then Kellen will play it. And The only rule is when he plays it, you have to come up to the front and dance or sing along or whatever. But yeah. just show that, look, he's played your song. Do something. Absolutely. Don't be a dick and yeah. leave. Right? Don't be a dick. That's my, 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 my one exactly. commandment. Exactly. Going back to Kellen's right. commandment. And it worked. It, it, worked the, it worked a couple times. It did. It did. And basically, you know, I'm always curious about what it is that makes people move. Like everybody knows me. If you play Michael, I will talk Alcohol. it up. Yeah, that too. <laughs> no, what song? What song? Yeah. But... You know, everybody knows if you play Michael, I could be talking to the hottest chick in the bar. You play Michael, I get up and leave. <laughs> Seriously, I've done that. And I come back later. But anyway. <laughs> uh, but I was curious about what it is that makes, what song it is that makes people move. What, what artist, what type of music. And I think that's always a guessing game for you guys. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's, it goes down to reading the crowd again. Like, it's like, uh, how old is this person? What time of the night? It's, those are like literally the two biggest things for me is like, 
what time is it and how old are they? And you don't survey people. I I, 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 oh, I, I look at them. Uh, DJ is a sociological experiment. And it you really can ask is. any DJ about that. <laughs> I I'm, gotta, I'm a sociology minor. Like, oh really? That's yeah. why you got in the game. You know, you know. <laughs> this, this, this is my final, so I can graduate finally. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, A Train said, uh, "DJ New Cotton for you." What's that? New Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> that New Cotton man. That New Cotton. And they don't make it the same way they used to, man. It's a little tougher now. Tougher breed <laughs> of cotton. All right, all right. It's been two hours. Let's wrap this up. Uh, shout outs, plugs. How can people find you? Where you're playing? The Twitters, the, the interwebs. The Facebooks and the uh, Instagrams. You, go, right. you go first. All right. Um, y'all can find me on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Under I'll, Tinder, I'll be sure. He's on Down. He's on uh, uh, Plenty of Fish. Hot, hot or, hot or <laughs> ChristianMingle.com. Oh, okay, I'm all over it. Christian Mingle. Okay, Far, Cupid, farmers Meet. Jew Date, everything. <laughs> farmers Date. <laughs> um, so y'all can find me. Uh, Thursdays at Buckshot, if you want to come, like, be that person that isn't going to request something stupid. Show yeah. some love, guys. And, uh, but more importantly, I'm at Plush Friday. I'm at Cheers Robert. every Saturday. And uh, I'm at Monday Night Raw. And a week from today, we had to cancel because, you know, we're in Texas. People don't know how to survive when it's, like, under 40 degrees. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, then, and I'm kind of all over the place jumping around other than that. But, um that's where you can find me, Beats Mode, B-E-A-T-S-M-O-D-E, uh, on Mixcloud, SoundCloud, um, whatever. Twitter, I have, I have, I have, I have Pornhub videos. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, done. What do you got? Man, you can find me, you know, it, basically if you just look at my Facebook page the day of, you'll see a, a post about where I'm going to be at that night. No, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I'll be at Plush, I'll be at Holy Mountain. I'll be at Volstead. Um, I'm with Apply Pressure. You can look that up. It's, you know, New Jack Swing is another crew that I deal with, Table Manners crew. Uh, you guys, you know, you guys know what we do, and and I really appreciate all the all the love and respect that I've gotten over the years in this town. You know, being a kid that didn't really grow up from here, you guys accepted me, and you guys put up with me, and I appreciate it. And, you know, and I, I, I really do feel like I have something to give Austin, and Austin gives it back to me, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> on behalf of all of Austin. <laughs> you welcome, Kellen. Thanks again, guys. All right. Uh, for me, make sure you... Uh, oh, thanks to everybody for tuning in, uh, for calling in, all the people who called in. Congrats to all the winners of the VIP passes. Uh, so the party is uh, at Belmont on Friday night, 10 o'clock. Uh, they're going to have... It's crazy. They have, I mean, there's so many logos on that flyer. It's crazy. Uh, they got fashion show... Catering, poker, burlesque dancers, belly dancers, drink specials. They're going to give away a bunch of lingerie, <laughs> uh, body paint. It's for charity. They're Count gonna, me in. I'm, I'm going to try to make that <laughs> just, just to see what it's like. Uh, you can go. I have the link uh, on, the, on, the, uh, on the post on the feedback website. And, again, yeah, it's, it's for charity. So uh, it's for uh, strands for cancer. They're going to donate wigs to cancer patients. It's pretty cool. Uh, DJ Dean Campbell, never heard a guy, but I'm sure he's dope. He was picked by these guys. I'm sure he was, he's good. Shout out to Glenn. Shout out to Rod. Shout out to Poku, David Poku. We can still get tickets. And that's it. Let's see what can, else. Can I have a quick shout out real quick? Go ahead. I have to give a shout out to a local uh, artist group. There are three female vocalists. They're Keeper, otherwise known as Heron Jansen. 
Yadira Brown, and Lainey Thompson. There we go. I think I got it right. Uh, they, Thompson, yeah. Thompson. They are an amazing crew, and if you don't know about them, you should definitely hear about them. They have amazing music, and they also feature some songs by some of the artists that we all know in this town, not just DJs, but producers in this town that are amazing. Boom Baptist. Osiris, uh, you know, Moon Doctor. There's a lot of a lot of amazing talent, and they actually have an album they're working on right now. And you guys should definitely check it out. Keeper. Actually, tell you what, they'll be on the show next Tuesday. Oh, imagine oh, that! <laughs> nice segue. Oh man. Thank you. I didn't have to say it, but yeah, they're yeah. coming on the show next Tuesday, uh, March third. Keeper will be on on the podcast. So <laughs> definitely go check it out and then tune in. Uh, let's see what else I got. Thursday is kind of. Wherever, really, yeah. go see these guys. Come distract me. <laughs> go, yeah, go see, go see him at Buckshot. Show him some love, and he'll play some St- Beyonce, box, some Macarena yeah, for you. I'll, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Saturday, there's um, oh, at Holy Mountain, uh, RC and the Grits, which is Erica Badu's band playing. Ooh, that's gonna uh, be hot. That's gonna be dope. Uh, DJ, I want to be her. Will be playing also. So all that's that gonna be hot. stuff. It's ten bucks, guys. Go support. It's Holy Mountain, dope spot. Shout out to James. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you for tuning in. Make Thank sure you y'all. like on feedback. Uh, you like on Facebook. See, I can't even do this. Now. <laughs> I've been talking too damn much because of you guys. Uh, <laughs> make sure you like the feedback on Facebook. Uh, follow on Twitter, Instagram, same thing. I got uh, Keeper next week. I got big plans for South by Southwest at least the week before. I definitely keep you to, uh, uh, stay tuned to that. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Yeah, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. I need y'all to go to iTunes and rate the show and give me an re- honest review. Five stars is dope. I love it. Thank you. Be honest. I just need to move up those charts. And that's pretty much it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for much out to everybody in the chat. Everybody Thank who you. called in. Joey. Thank you. DJ, mom's favorite. <laughs> and DJ, new cotton. Or DJ Don't Be a Dick. DJ Don't Be a Dick. Don't Be a Dick. DJ Don't Be a Dick. I don't want to see the logo for that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a vagina. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Shout out Bert Peterson. Good night.